You're making me blow my woot woot wand. <laughs> I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes. Like a doll's eyes. I love this town! So this is the City Peak Podcast. We are episode number 11 now. Really? And all four of us are back. I'm Bob. Tony. Tim. Tony. This, uh... Since uh, Kim and Tony were out last time, we wasted, we wasted two of them with one person with Mike. So, see, we're two people or what? Um, oh, cool. I talk about the four people. <laughs> so, and if we pick that up, uh, Cody's fiance is, is a special oh, guest star. Oh, yes. Carolyn, is it Nate? Special guest sleeper. So, here he's snoring. That's what I'm talking about. I use that for It'll be a wonderful, ironic uh, commentary if the snoring does actually occur. But. Yeah. Uh, so we did a scintillating conversation. We didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't quite mention uh, what we were talking about. That we did kind of half glance at as we were talking about hate. We call it our hate cast. It is um, the hate cast. Movies, ideas, TV shows, people, things, etc., and stuff that we love that we hate. I guess. Now, now, is this anything we hate? Oh, we're, we're nowhere against politics. Well, of course not. <laughs> that that could be some podcast. Let's try and keep it to like yeah, like movies and TV and books and like that. But stuff that we normally write about. Books. I got one that had my list. Um, <laughs> is it both in particular titles or just general ideas or can we do commercials like, too? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, now keep on. We, we do only have like up to two hours. So, <laughs> uh, before we get into that, Bison, you know, cover a little bit of uh, recent updates, various things. Um, so first of all, our, our friend at Crypticon, as we always got to mention, um, <laughs> just uh, announced a new guest, Amelia Kincaid from uh, Night of the Demons. Yeah, I'm stoked about this Joining one. up with uh, Nia Quigley, so we're going to have two people from the oh, cast Oh, yeah, that's nice. It's, you know, it's funny because I get the, the VIP fancy one as a, as a gift, uh, not always having the heart to tell family, like, it's my panel. I don't necessarily need the, yeah. but, but you get the brunch and you get. But, well, yeah, and I gotta say, I'm kind of stoked about it because there's some there's some guests I'm really excited about meeting, and that's not always the part that I'm. Uh, I, I did that um, in twenty. I did the last couple of years. We're just doing the regular VIP this yeah. year because it's me and Carolyn. Right. Um, and, oh man, I was shit faced with Russ Steiner and. Um, <laughs> Uh, John Apple, oh, yeah. we were just yeah. drunk off our yeah, John Apple's like, the best. John, John Bradley gives good hugs. Like, John Apple gives significantly better hugs. I can still serve him hugging me now. <laughs> but John, if you're listening. Have you met Doug Jones yet? Doug Jones gives the best hugs. Doug Jones is the Like, I actually want him to be a teddy bear that I can just, like, if he can market himself as a human teddy bear. Well, I mean, you could just get one of those real sex dolls of the uh, fish man from the Shave of Water. Yeah, yeah, I said. <laughs> See, listen, that would be for <laughs> other reasons. Doug Jones does. Um, that's a whole other section of, of reasons why I would want I would want that, but we don't need to get into it. <laughs> we can. Be for the sex we don't want to get all name flops. They uh, they added our our friend uh, Nick the Hat uh, as yeah. an official guest yeah. this year. He's usually at his table. He's an amazing yeah. guy, amazing art. Uh, check him oh, out. Uh, 
I have so I have so much art at my house. Well, yeah. I mean, we I mean, there's all the easy art for Crypticon. Yeah. I have a bunch of prints on my wall. We should wall. be getting an interview with Terrifier, uh, with the clown from Terrifier. Yeah, he's going to yes. be there. And uh, well, and I, it turns out in one of those fun six degrees of separation, a, a good friend of mine in New York uh, works with his roommate and has met him a handful of times, and uh, he is, it seems to be, willing to do a, a, a podcast recording I would not. You know, but art silence. So <laughs> the thing is, is like I do not like Terrifier, but I like. No, he's not going to do it. See, I would actually, I would actually modestly defend the movie. I actually. I actually um, enjoyed it. Dare I say? I didn't hate it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 there were things. There were things yeah. about it that I liked. I I felt like it subverted expectations a couple times. It's not a great movie, but yeah. I didn't despise it. But, but no matter what that dude, he's, and he's very good. He yeah. is a singular he's presence. Really I would actually, I would love to do a panel interview with him. I would love to have yeah. a conversation. You often do the panel interview. We get to do a we get to do a podcast interview with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Angela, who you're from not listening to this, but just in case, thank you, Angela, for hooking us up. Speaking of podcast guests, that's the next thing I wanted to mention is we got a couple people lined up in the next couple months. Uh, next time, uh, do confirm this, so if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, we should get uh, Steve from the Bone Bat Show coming Steve! on. Steve, uh, because I know he does. He's listening to some episodes. Hopefully, he's still listening. No, <laughs> he. Uh, and but, Bone Bat's amazing. Bone Bat's oh, amazing. Yeah. So it's absolutely amazing. April thirteenth. Uh, go to sip. Uh, go to BoneHand.com. Yeah. Get your tickets. I'm already getting my chores covered for that day because I'm 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 in it the whole time. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm, uh, I'm hoping that work comes through because I've still got to hire somebody, <laughs> when, and that takes about six weeks yeah. to onboard them. But luckily, you have your ticket. We all have our tickets. We all have our tickets. Yes. Um, and then, so he should be on to talk about horror comedies uh, with us. Uh, we'll work out the logistics to here in the next couple weeks, whether it be physically or going in. Um, he's nearby, so hopefully we, we can get a field trip to Redmond. We could go to Redmond. We'll go to my folks' house in Redmond. All right. So we can do it. Come there. That they works. got good booze. All right. The palatial estate. So he should be on. And then I just talked to uh, Jason from Crypticon as well. Um, he's a... Uh, yeah, Jason's a good friend of ours, and uh, he's the PR slash panel person for other stuff for Crypticon. There's a lot of work for them as a server. He's, um, he's, all the work he does is just oh, yeah. mind-blowing. In the, yep. the episode before Crypticon, we were talking about having him on to talk about the con, kind of going through some panels and such, like yeah. he did last year with uh, Tom and Langley on the bonus materials. So we kind of went through kind of panel, what to expect, what to look at. Stole him, eat that, Tom and Langley. <laughs> <laughs> So cute. Uh, before we get into movies, we hate uh, this kind of relates as uh, a topic that could be a few minutes of fun before we actually get anything. Let's talk about movies that other people are hating on for no reason. Yeah. Uh, the changes in the Rotten Tomatoes uh, way of doing things. Oh my goodness. Uh, and the man, whiny man babies complaining about unable to rate a movie they haven't seen and doesn't yeah. come out for seven months. Did you see the guy that yet. was like, it, it, it infringes on my First Amendment rights. <laughs> yes. Do people not fucking understand the First Amendment no, applies don't. to the no, government? No, no, no. It does no. not apply. It's like, this is my First Amendment oh, rights. That's a private corporation. Fuck off and, you right and, there. And no one is telling you you can't talk shit about a movie you can't see, you dumbass. They're uh, changing We're the way the platform works. Yeah. Yeah, so, so why they took away the INDB comments? Yeah. Some people just like, they go on and they, they trash things. They're like, and I see the notes saying on there saying like people commenting on, on articles about this or this I keep saying like yeah they're taking away our, our yeah they don't like that we don't like this movie he's like no have you actually read what you what you 
what you're posting. Yeah. It, you're literally trashing me. I guess Brie Larson doesn't want to see it because I'm more a white man. Uh, it's like, no, that's one, that's not what she said. Two, you're, that's ex exactly what you're doing. You're having a negative review for something you haven't for seen something yet. For something you haven't seen. And, and honest to God, like, it's, it's so infuriating. Um, this is what? The, the second major release of a superhero movie starring right. a woman. Well. And, well, yes. Yes. But but in terms of, of of one that is, you know, Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. Like there have been a handful of ones through the years, but they've not been anywhere near this magnitude. Yeah, they've never Implying been this high stakes. No. And, and, and it's the first one uh, for the MCU. Yeah. And out of the my god, how many MCU movies are there now? North of ten. Yeah. <laughs> or the twenty. I mean, okay. yeah. I think it's twenty one. Oh shit! South of like, thirty, north of twenty. Are your penises so threatened? <laughs> <laughs> are they so threatened by the pull of Captain Marvel's vagina? Such a, such a, I don't such a going into vapors, but like, my God, we can't have one movie. We can have one movie that's female-led that you can't shit on without having seen. And if it's a bad movie, then fine. Shit on it for being a bad movie, but see it first. It's the same first of all, are, you had who... Electra. Be happy with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck you, Cody. Uh, but it's a, like it's the same people went on last year for Black Panther and Bubble. Yeah. Uh, you just can't let other people have fun, too. Uh, who trash Black Clans and Black... They're trashing anything that's not standard white male lead and like they've already there's 11 pages of review reviews for um for for, uh, for episode nine most of them oh saying the same God. thing they're trashing still trashing the last jedi because they yeah. don't like it now josh jedi is a it's a great movie does have some sort of some issues but those issues aren't the same issue that they're jumping on same thing ghostbusters like there's Ghostbusters what? has issues, but not the same issues that they're jumping what's, on. What's unfortunate for me, too, is the, the, the wraparound, like the with the, the female-led Ghostbusters, which has now led to the Ghostbusters for the fans to be coming out. And I have to say, I have such a bad taste in my mouth about it that there's no part of me that wants to watch it. I'm not going to leave a Rotten Tomato review about it if I haven't seen it, but I'm... I, it's it, it has me not wanting to support this movie that feels like a slap in the face. Well, and pandering. It feels pandering. like pandering to yeah. to, to the base. Yeah, and and so it's it's very possible that it, it will end up being the wonderful movie, but I don't know that I'll be able to see it because it has me so upset uh, that. I'm just well, I I'm just not interested. I just am simply not interested. It, just divorcing all of the idiotic gender squabbling that's going on, and I direct that towards males, I just have no interest in seeing a straight remake of Ghostbusters. I mean, at least the, you know, and again, you know, not to bring out and overemphasize the point, but having an all-female Ghostbusters team was at least novel. Yeah. It was at least an attempt to do something different. You know, it wasn't a carbon copy remake, and hats off to them for doing it. You know, but all all this being said, is that even if with these small percentage of loud loud people, the majority of people who like these movies that give them solid reviews, mm -hmm. uh, go to see them. You know, they ultimately turn like I'm also going to be going to be fine. So like last year, people didn't have like the you know the cultural zeitgeist that 
Force Awakens did, but it made just as much money. Yeah. It still made it. It still made its money back. Some of this. Oh. It's like it's like people. It's the same thing. People bitching about Spider-Man being black. Now. You know, it's like. But even thank God, no Spider-Man. Yeah. If you want to talk about like okay, if we're gonna if we're opening that up, the travesty that was Green Book winning. I would have happily had Spider Verse be a best picture because it was. No, yeah, it should have been. Yeah. It was fantastic. And again, why are we so threatened by diversity? It's I, I this remember people bitching about people, certain people are people yeah. dressing up like you know in traditional African garb to go to Black uh, Black Panther because they were excited. And I'm like, okay, if you can climb your fat ass into a fucking Jedi robe, they can wear whatever they yeah. want. Like, shut the fuck up. I don't understand people like that. Like, they were dressing like stupid. It's like, shut the fuck up. Let them dress how they want. That's that's a special thing for them. I have 8 million superheroes that are straight yeah. and white. Which it's don't like, get deleted because doing this. Like, I made a, I made a post when, um, I think when the Rocky Horror remake came out, uh, that that came out before or after Ghostbusters. I was unaware they even did that. After. Uh, yeah, afterwards. Yeah. yeah, but when that came out, I was like, suddenly my. My Ghostbusters and Rocky Horror DVDs just erase themselves. They really <laughs> don't exist anymore. <laughs> but this new one just completely threw off the ones like is like Stephen King's always said about the book adaptations of his things. Like people ask him, like, do you think the adaptations ruin your books? He's like, nope. There's the whole shelf of them right yeah. there. They haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> they, they still exist. That's why I, like people are gonna be which about remakes. It's probably something to come up later, even though I, I don't hate them. Uh, the, the original's still there. Yeah. yeah, I do hate some remakes for certain reasons. We'll get into later. Because they're bad. Just exist. Just the Thank mere you. existence of a remake no. is not. There, there's movies where I get frustrated it. to get me remade when uh, it feels like uh, I get frustrated sometimes when a remake is happening so quickly. Cabin with, fever. With, I mean, <laughs> when, when, when the other movie is, is so young. But I remember. Cabin fever. I remember when. Um, uh, well, with Pet Cemetery specifically, because I, I have a very, uh, uh, Pet Cemetery is one of my, like, childhood movies, you know, and when I first heard about the remake, I, I had that gut reaction, like, why are you making this? It's not that old. And I was like, well, oh, it's no, 30 years it's now. 30 years old. But the thing is, it still hasn't left pop culture, though. It still it's still, pop it's, culture. it's still something people watch, that being people talk said, about. And I, I say this is, you know, working with, with teenagers, working with kids, and, and uh, they... It's not a bad thing to be introducing a story that they will see in a new way. And I gotta say, the the younger generation is a little bit opposed to watching some of the more classic stuff. And by yep. classic, I'm not even talking about stuff from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. I'm talking about things from the 80s or 90s, or in some cases, the early 2000s. Uh, so if, if you're bringing a piece of artistic work to a wider release, that's, that's not necessarily a bad thing. When I was a kid, I remember seeing uh, the Orson Welles version of Jane Eyre, mm -hmm. and it was my first exposure to Jane Eyre, and I loved the movie. I was caught on AMC when AMC still still showed black movies. and white movies, yeah. and I loved it. And so what did I do? I went out and bought the book. I went out and rented every movie version available to me. And there's like me. one year for 70 and years. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the one, my favorite is probably still the one, well, it was until the one of the more recent ones, uh, was the one with uh, Timothy Dalton from the 80s. It's, it's not the greatest quality British one, but the acting's really solid. And I, the book is still one of my favorite books. And it, if, if your art is bringing in people and introducing people to all of the things, then that's not bad. That's never going to be bad. I, when I saw the Deadpool movie and I got really into Deadpool, I went out and bought some of the comics. 
Because I was like, shit, man, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I just like, and and now I ship him in Spider Man. So what can I say? <laughs> Spidey pool, I love it. Anyway. Well, right now Spider Man underage, so he's gonna wait a few years. Comic Spider Man, comic Spider Man. Which comic Spider Man? Yeah, which one? The one in the Spider Man. The one in the Spider Man. The one in the Spider Man. Ain't it romantic? But people who read this know what I'm talking about. Now, Deadpool is all about so spiders. Like, you know, if I'm going to read one made up of a thousand spiders to think the Peter Parker. Deadpool, yeah, just yeah, right. I went there. Would you be hate reading it? No, I fucking hate Deadpool. That'll be my first thing. <gasps> I, I think that that's oh, wow. like the most Cody! overrated character. He's he's like the Wolverine of the 2000s. Jam that motherfucker into everything. Avengers, oh, Deadpool, X-Men, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, oh, there's Deadpool. Deadpool's killed the Marvel Universe like ten times. Well, I think it's fuck off. I think it's part of the appeal of the character, like, <laughs> that's really how they're treating him with, like, to a be fair, wink and a nod. Uh, uh, my, most of my, because I, I, I haven't read comics regularly since I was a kid. Um, and so I don't keep up to date as much with the comics, and a lot of what my love for outside of the movies has been, I really like the series that is specifically Spider-Man and Deadpool together. Yeah. So I am not as familiar with him. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 you know, people who love Deadpool, I'm totally fine with, you know, I, I don't have any, any animosity towards that. My animosity is towards them just ham-fisting that character into fucking everything. And the movies weren't that. I, the first I one's great. The second one isn't as solid. It's kind of mismatched. No, but when, if you watch Once Upon a Deadpool, it's worth yeah. it for Fred Savage. Oh, yes. See, you know, I'd probably watch that for Fred Savage. It was worth it for Fred Savage. And, and what he did to him in the basement. Oh. Well, also, though, I gotta <laughs> say, the movie, no, because the, you know, the whole thing is they made it PG-13, yeah. and the erasing of the CGI blood, which is what they do to make it PG-13, the movie becomes so much more fucked up. Because <laughs> you're seeing all these people dying. But like, without the blood, it's it's casual violence in a way that, like, I people argue with me about you know you watch horror and doesn't the violence bother you? And I'm like, I'm not bothered by the violence of horror because you're seeing it realistically depicted. It's not happy violence. It's brutal. It's deaths are brutal, and you're seeing the full impact of it. Something like you, you know, the war movies, things that are the some of the casual action films that erase the violence. That to me is so much more messed up. Like, uh, well, it gets back like war the, movies from there from before war movies before Saving Private Ryan. Oh well, yeah, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but but again, like uh, action movies, I, I can appreciate a good action movie, but the body counts in those are so much higher than a horror film. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's done so casually, nobody questions you it. You want to shoot each other as they, as they walk through. I do like movies that do take it more seriously. Like, have you seen Atomic Blonde? Yes, and it's one of the like, I loved about Atomic She just Blonde. takes the damage. And of course, there, it, it, she would be falling over, all of them would be falling over dead at some point during those, but they do stretch it out where like you can feel the... You can feel all the hits. You can feel the the lack of energy. And you like, see them getting like, tired. <laughs> it goes back to my stage combat days when I was in grad school, where you know, a professor used to say, like, if you're continuously in a fight, you're gonna get tired. You're getting hit. You're feeling that. If you are not yes. perky the whole time, if you're shot in the shoulder, you don't just shrug it off like you do in the movie. Oh, and no, you don't Jack and Alice. you don't see that a lot in mainstream action. No. Like, the first time that actually struck me, and this is going super old school, is the um, 
the uh, 1973 and 1974 Three and Four Musketeers, oh, yes. which A, are classic and brilliant, and yes. B, it was the first time I saw a film where, oh my God, if two men are in, or two human beings are in combat for an extended length of time, they get tired. They get tired. The swings of the swords become oh. more effortful. There's panting. There's... You know, they're stumbling, and, and that's uh, that's. And if they get change. a certain kind of injury, it lingers. Well, and they don't necessarily die immediately. You yeah. know? No, that, oh. that bothers me a lot, especially in our genre. Yes. Someone gets, like, a stab and, like, it's all over. Stab wounds <laughs> are the slowest, unless you're getting, like, stab wounds, multiple wounds to the head. Stab wounds are the slowest fucking way to die. And also not a way that people die very often unless you stab and stab yeah. or you're slicing arteries. But I understand it's not cinematic for stab someone in the stomach like, and then just like walk away and they're, they're still like alive. Yeah, you know? for hours. But, they would be alive for hours. And the thing like Reservoir Dogs kind of like oh, immediately yeah. jumped that into like, no, you got shot in the stomach, you're fine, you'll be okay for like three days before you die. <laughs> and that's what's so miserable. Um... I like that we're like off topic but on topic at the same time. There's both kind of tropey things in there. Like, yeah, even though it's not something like we hate is more of an annoyance. <laughs> so like, yeah. maybe it would help to just kind of give everyone a clear blanket definition of what uh, what we're doing here as far as what is hate watching? What do you consider hate watching? Well, I think like, uh, I guess what I was looking at here was like the like the things that this just really, I guess, piss us off. Uh, to, to quote from Steve Holtz, what pisses you off? <laughs> I guess it could be movies, it could be tropes, it could be... Kim's yeah, like, though. yeah, exactly. Well, like, <laughs> I don't know him, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a dick. I don't think. <laughs> but, like, I want to preface everything with, like, it's really hard for me to truly hate a movie on the whole, like, parts in this net. Because I love, like, bad movies. Like, stuff oh, like Birdemic, yeah. stuff like... Much yeah, there's entertainment value in Birdemic in the room, but I understand how other people can hate them. Uh, which actually leads me into something of, of what of something that I'll get into in a minute. But like, but for instance, I'm gonna throw out one. This is a, 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 a subgenre that I just cannot stand. Like, you you cannot drag me in one of these movies. The trailers piss me off. I think they're pieces of shit and they shouldn't exist. Talking dog movies. Like, there's the ones where they, they talk to each other and stuff like. Like Dog's Way Home and Dog's Purpose, and the sequel to that movie is somehow coming. There's a sequel what to Dog's Purpose. Fuck? Yes, I saw a trailer about Guardian. Did you find his purpose in the first one? Yeah, now, now, is, now the purpose is to is to watch Dennis Quaid's daughter grow up. Um, Which one is wait, that? you know they should they should tie that. That's what Josh got. Dennis Quaid thriller where he's <laughs> stopping that couple. Dog is like the middle of the invader. Oh my Maybe god. Or whatever it is. <laughs> I would watch that movie. Oh jeez, Danny, you're you're trying to rape that lady. You just stabbed her husband. Oh jeez. I the the you know, depending on You need to do a good voice though. You need to like do a good voice. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing with those with the voices. Who are you always, are you raping and stabbing over there? The voice is always so cloying. Yeah. Like well, that's what you did, Dog's way home. I like playing with uh, uh, Andy Cheese. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. I wish you'd have died when you were chained to the veteran. <laughs> But it became there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a keep a body scene. horror for right for a few minutes, right? What the fuck was that movie? I don't. I didn't I see. Think I think I just realized that I I have a massive phobia for talking dog movies because <laughs> I don't think I've seen one. You know, <gasps> maybe you know, not now, ever. The you should see the uh, the, the no. nine lives where no. Kevin Spacey becomes the cat no. and see it in now <laughs> because then that's it's a horrifying like, movie. Uh, I don't think I don't think anyone saw it when it came out. It was like the worst movie ever. It had a seven on on, on, on Medicare. Wow. Wait, wait, what? That takes effort. 
first. It was like the worst. It had a seven on Metacritic. A seven. Someone oh, gave it some sort of pizza. Um, but the but the thing is with those movies is that that relates to a lot of movies that I hate. Mm-hmm. Are they're they're perfectly designed. They're cloying as hell. There's no real. I don't think there's any real love, real effort. It's it's, no, it's, it's aiming cynical. at certain. It's really cynical. Yeah. It's, it, I, I I hate movies that are obviously cynical in order to grab, oh, every movie is out to make money. I fully admit that yeah. every oh, movie yeah. is out to make money in some way. But when you can't feel any love coming out of out of the movie, uh, when you feel it's like purposely designed to get in a certain set of people, well, that movie or those movies are designed absolutely yeah. for the your Sorry. your your aunt on Facebook who shares wine and minion. Meals. Yeah, exactly. And she'll take a kid there, and then they will spend twenty bucks on something, and then that'll be their movie for the year. And then that kid will grow up and. He he will probably become a And then the same person will be like, well, I saw that. <laughs> I don't like the way it made me feel. Do I hate you went to school shooter. But it's the people that don't want to like, think about the movies that they're watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the, uh, that see everything as a surface level thing. Like, they don't want to watch Fred and the Black Clan. Of course, it's true into movies. But any movie that's going to make them think in some way. Oh, yeah. And no, of course, very broad generalizations. Uh, here, I know there's plenty, plenty but it's, it's definitely two oh, types I, of people. I know audiences. people like that who are like, you know, they'll see something that is objectively garbage. That, you know, like, I, I saw the dolphin tail 18. <laughs> it's so sweet. Wait, was the dolphin tail the one where, where the chick loses her arm? I thought that the was that? the one where she loses her the tail. The dolphin loses dolphin the tail, tail. and they, they remake a new one. No, Wait, but there is, is the one, one they like, fuck the dolphin? Crush or no, something. that's the porn. That's the porn <laughs> version. That's getting some dolphin tail. Yeah. I bet that landed with the thud. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was <laughs> I'm going to add in our laughs after that joke. <laughs> <laughs> a series of puns with the same laugh. Okay, that would be brilliant. Anyway. Um, so, oh, talking dog movies. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, fucking I just love contemplating, I contemplating just what what psychologically made you hate I, I don't dog about, though, can, I, can I ask a question? Have you seen uh, The Voices? Yeah, I love the voices though. That's that's different. A, yeah, it's absolutely it's different, different though. Because I love the voices. That's, a, a that's brilliant an underappreciated movie. But have, movie you, to me. have you seen Beverly Hills Chihuahua one through three? No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, yeah, uh, like you're taking there, one for the no, team if you've seen. There's them no all, real so. effort. Fuck no. Like, like, look, I'll watch Death of a Nation. I would rather just drink a whole thing of Grey Ale <laughs> than watch <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua one through three. It was Can that be our poll <laughs> that was, was crazy. Like that, that, um, that. Luckily, like Allison doesn't like that type of movie either. She hates an, uh, animalization, whatever, and you know, animal. Animal. Yeah. She yeah. hates it. Hates I'm it. Hates it. Hates it. I hate it when I'm seeing trailers. Like actually, I hate. I like it in Disney context. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a different. They did a guinea yeah. pig movie where they were special forces. G force, and that was incredible. <laughs> so, and but, if you say anything else about that, Bob, you're off the podcast. No, I was about to say that about you no know, the guinea pig series. There's a guinea pig series. Okay, you know, last night. It's a bunch of Japanese toast. That's what, oh my god, that's what your precious guinea pigs are doing to Japanese people? Yeah. Holy shit. It was a guinea pig reason. But there's also also G Force, which which is a movie I didn't want to see because of the whole reason, you know. Yeah. But, but I hate, like, commercials when they're talking to this thing, when when baby soccer commercials, it's just. Oh, I hate when baby uh, soccer. I, I don't Okay, talking movies. baby movies. You hit my nerves. I'm not a Look Who's Talking fan. Well, what about the Boss Baby? 
that genuinely I made me consider, should I break my leg on the way to the theater so <laughs> I don't have to be there? I watched it because it was nominated for fucking Oscar last year. Wait, what? what? No, maybe it's Golden Globe. It was nominated for one of them the previous year, so oh, I God. watched it. Well, the Golden Globes are not exactly a pass. No, 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 no. Who can I give a blowjob to to get an award? Thank you. Uh, but it was nominated hello, for one of those. Hello, Zadora. Not that anybody so knows like, that. Wait. I don't know name. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm betraying my age. I retire. Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Uh, hairspray. Wait, wait, okay. Wait, are you giving a blowjob to Santa Claus or the Martians, Bob? Well, the Martians, of course. No, you got to give it to Santa Claus. How is she going to get presents? How do you think the world works? Am I like Martians? Nope. Well, not Boss Baby was nominated for Best uh, best. How did uh, we get to Palacio on St. Nick? <laughs> You know, I'm really, you know, I, that's another thing, you know, Santa Felicia movies, I just can't, I, I, I refuse to touch them, I would never. How many Santa Felicia movies have you seen? The Martians love Santa Claus. I've seen three good ones, so yeah. No, I'm here, the Boss Baby was nominated for Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Animated Picture last year. No, that's it wasn't. Why I it. That is exactly why no, I watched it. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah. I'm offended by that. I don't know. I, I know just what I like to say is, and I've heard this uttered in paraphrase fashion, directorial Oscars for Alfred Hitchcock, Ugh. zero. Three Six Mafia, <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, I do love Three Six Mafia though. Okay. I, I, I don't. But, I'm not even a big fan of that. But even a wrestling f- uh, theme that I really like. Yeah, well, you're a wrestling person. I am a wrestling person. I so and this is so I I have such a complicated relationship with Alfred Hitchcock. Um, Are we getting into hate watch territory? Only recently. Interesting. I because I I love his movies, but my God, I loathe him as a human being. Yes. And it's become harder for me to watch his movies knowing what. A horrific human being he is. I, when I yes. saw the what he did to Tippy Head, yeah. that was that it's, was a big it's thing. A, the way he treated his his, his, lead. His, his his lead women. No, not his, his lead, lead women. Yeah. His lead, lead women. women. Yeah. And that's the distinction. And that yep. is my conflict. Is that um, it's the same problem I had with Polanski. I, I I really struggle, and I mean this is a whole again this is a whole other yeah. podcast. No, it's, the it, artists, it kind of like and the art and the. Because there's there's art like I can't watch anything by Bill Cosby now, but I'm oh, yeah. fine with that. Um, yeah, I can't like I'll watch Kevin Spacey up to a certain point. I, I, still mean, watch, I, like, I, I feel I'm completely but you know, it is. It is. Did you see that video he put out? Yes. Right? Yes. No, I refuse to watch it. Was it. Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Like, what yeah. the fuck is wrong? Oh, with him? I was like, what publicist said this was a good idea? Because sometimes people just forgive and forget and they move past. And then someone we live we live in an era where attention spans are so yeah. like yeah. Louis C.K. So starting to gain thing. Yeah, but it's, yeah. Yeah. And, and this is one of those times I'm gonna pull the vagina card. Like like as a woman, especially a woman in this industry, I, I can't. I yeah. can't ever forget. And I, I can't because I've been in these situations and it's so fucked. And it's so fucked that we continue to give accolades to these people who have put, and not just women, hello, Brian Singer. Yeah. In or these, yeah. Yeah, well, yes, or, or Kevin Spacey. Mm. Oh, preach. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm not the only vagina in the room, too. So this is one of those rare times where I'm not. But it's, it's, it's really, really hard. And it's something that, and I mean, no offense to the non-vagina havers. 
Um, but it, it's something that I think it's really, really hard to understand when you have not been put in that position. And I don't just mean once, I mean yeah. regularly. As, as part of your everyday life, it, it's becoming harder and harder for me to forgive and forget because I've been doing it my whole life and it fucking sucks. It sucks. And it sucks to see the awards. Can, and why, what was such a big deal? Why was it a big deal? Because it was. Mm. Because it was. Because these they were in these positions and they fucking abused the people they were in these positions. And, and I'm sorry, like Michael Jackson. Fucking Michael Jackson, and there's a there's a documentary out this weekend the, about this. Oh, Leaving Neverland. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to see that. And it's so messed up, and it's so, but it's hard. It, I get it. It's hard. These are icons, and Hitchcock is an icon for me. Yeah. He's a huge icon for me. Shout well, out to Doubt. And there's a and, and, well, and there's a huge. I mean, there's a huge crisis of conscience that comes when you are when you have like literally grown up with someone's work, yeah. and they have established a an image and an ethos in your mind that is completely contrary to their actions off screen. Uh-huh. I, one of the, th- you know, it's, it's speaking of Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I literally the other day found myself watching The Usual Suspects again yeah. and being absolutely, it's a it's a it is a yeah. fucking incredible it's movie. And Spacey is, yes. yeah, thank you. It was, yeah. it's dual, it's, it's like, dual contemptible human beings. And I sat there watching it and God help me, it's a testimony to Spacey's gifts as an actor that I was completely sucked into that character, like for frequent stretches, but then something would come back, something would remind me of who and what he actually was at the time and is now. And yeah, it but... really, it, it's a very, it's a very jarring thing. And it's a very difficult thing to face. And it's, it's easier for me for artists like Louis C.K. because he really just only plays a variation on himself. Mm. And I think it's why it's also easier for me with someone like Cosby. Cosby plays a variation on Cosby. It's easier for me with comedians, specifically, because yeah. they tend to be doing their like, own what do you, shit. Woody Allen always plays the same yeah, yeah, Woody, and I don't want to give his I've never like, had any love for Woody Allen, period. I've liked I, some of his stuff in others, but I won't see anything else. So yeah, I don't want to have what, where it's at now. Is that, uh, I've never been a Woody Allen. He's at a full stop on Woody directors, Allen. Yeah. Directors are harder for me. Kevin Spacey, again, he disappears into his roles. And, and so it's really easy to say to yourself, you know, um, and I have someone like Harvey Weinstein. It's really easy to be because he's not in front. He's not creating art the same way. No, he's not he, the, yeah. he was just like bankrolling it. Yeah, and, and he's the money. Yeah, it's really like a lot of people that did work him out, like I mean, residuals they get. Well, I think Michael Fassbender. That's a hard one for me. Yeah, because I mean, what, what did Michael Fassbender do? I had no idea either. Yeah, oh, well. uh, we did uh, Google that after this. Fucking hell, not Again, Michael Fassbender is one that I have a lesser time with than some of the others, and, and something that Lenny, God bless, Lenny from the Horror Honeys, has started uh, within me. If you want to see a movie with a star in it who has some problematic history with, particularly with women, but problematic history in general, you do- donate the cost of a ticket to a woman's shelter or to a anywhere that kind of represents whoever they marginalize. Um, but no, Hitchcock is a big one for me. Um, Polanski is another one that I, I kind of struggle with. Not later Polanski, but his earlier work. Yeah, and then this kind of, this isn't quite a, a hate thing, but it made me think of it because other people have talked about this. Like, so I know some people can't watch The Shining because they know how, yeah. how he treated uh, Shelby Duvall. I but, have a hard time watching it now. I really do. 
Yeah, I read that that like really messed her up like long term. Have you seen recent interviews with her? I have not. It has. It is. Suffice it to say, it has. It is legitimately disturbing. Um, it's disturbing. Is that bad? It's bad. It's alarming how bad it is. And and when you read about his treatment of her, um, it's it's. I remember it was something like something he would do like hundreds of takes yeah. in one scene. And and to her. Yeah, just to it her. Was just to her. Just to fucking torment her. But, uh, so anyway, I'm coming back around. Um, yeah, I'm gonna actually call. Maybe we should proceed on a lighter note yeah, with the hate watching. Things we hate. Yeah. Uh, we kind of went off, off off topic a lot from dog movies to play, Santa Fe shows. Yeah, uh, we started at dog movies and ended with Harvey Weinstein. Yes. But and I like, think that's the proper pronunciation. Yeah. Weinstein. You know, I don't fucking but. care if I'm saying his name right or not. <laughs> I'm saying it in allusion to Frankenstein. Weinstein. Ooh, Weinstein. Okay, so. I, I got something rather hard to get. I mean, I guess this, you know, this is something I, I've never seen the appeal for. And I really Thank never you, see the, the appeal for somebody who gets offended at the remake. And that's Ghostbusters. Fuck those movies. <laughs> they were good to begin and with. Yeah, everyone. I would disagree whether they're good to begin with. I got Bob, Bob has Johnson. The first one, okay. Whatever. The second one was dog shit. And then Shut the third up. one. Get out. That they, they act like it's this offense that, God forbid, they try to do something new with it. Look, that, those movies weren't good to begin with. And they, 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 they act like that they were fucking these... Just amazing pieces of cinema and uh, cinema, and the pinnacles of just you know everything. It's like no, they were some mediocre ghost comedies from the eighties. I would have much rather seen Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore as a ghost than a sister Ghostbusters. Yeah, as as Whoopi Goldberg. As Whoopi Goldberg. I would like to see Patrick Swayze fuck Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. As Demi Moore. As Demi Moore. <laughs> As a giant thing of pottery. <laughs> or, or just the pottery. Oh, yes. I wish you could take a jazz. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant piece of pottery. Like pretending it's a pottery. <laughs> Patrick Potter. It's a pottery. It's a shrubbery. <laughs> hey, where's this hole come from, Patrick? <laughs> uh, no <laughs> Pottery don't hurt. Let's see, uh... So I guess you make it like a like a lemonade picture at that point with the bowl, just you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, uh, like, I mean, and I get it's, people. It's nice those. to see that Steve Holitz does not have a monopoly on dick jokes. <laughs> hey, putting that out there, love you, Steve. Who doesn't love a good dick joke, especially yeah. if it's told well? That's true. Which you is know, the yeah. spot opposite of hate watching. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, like, or I, hate joke telling. It's, it's even funny when that dude gets his dick cut off and uh, I spit on your dirt. <laughs> He has that coming when Giovanni Giovanni Lombardo Reduce he gets his dick eaten off in Cannibal Ferox. Totally fine with that. So, 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 right. so you like movies with dick eating? Well, Hostel Two had that big moment where, like, Cody he, he calls her a cunt, and I and I gotta say, and when she cuts it off, I'm just like, yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yes. like there, yes. there comes a point where a dick cutting off scene can be absolutely just high five worthy. Yeah, right. Versions of I spit on your grave have that. Uh, the remake is actually solid. I love the remake. Yeah, yeah, the remake, the remake is is. I was surprised with how much I actually enjoyed. Is not the right word. Um, yeah, it's kind of cheesy. It's say I enjoyed revenge, yeah. but you know, we went. We're starting with Ghostbusters, and now we're on. I spit on the grave. We made two remakes. No, we went from talking dogs to I spit on you. You know what? All all 
barely, barely skirting on hate watching. You know, I would I would pay money for somebody would make a movie where they had a talking dog go into some of these horrible exploitation films and like just give the dogs thoughts. Oh gee, they're really eating that there. <laughs> <laughs> oh gee, oh man, he just cut off his dick in the middle. Oh wow, because don't they feed in the hospital too? They feed the dick to the dogs. Yeah, they do. But I would love to hear the dogs' commentary. Oh gee, this sausage tastes kind of chewy, aren't it? <laughs> well, what do you think? So I put it to you, Cody, to do a funny dog voice for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Every single thing that you say. Or a as though, as or though you're a funny you're a cute you're a cute talking dog in the corner who's like commenting wryly on, on their hay watching. You know I I, I I will definitely comment as the dog. <laughs> uh, so what movie trope <laughs> idea they don't want to see cannibal holes <laughs> Cut out the animal cruelty, put in a talking dog, and you have <laughs> cinematic magnificence. I also don't know what it says about me, but I can't watch an animal on screen, like, have a bad day, but I'm yeah. fine with people's dicks getting cut off. <laughs> totally fine. I, you, you make that three. I'll, I'll third that motion. Yeah. I like homemade saying, cookies, by the way. Uh, homemade and that Nestle helped me. I love Nestle. Good yes, job. You did good. You, you cooked them right. Ms. Nestle, thank you for your Chocolate chip cookies are good. I hope that doesn't cause me any problems. I, 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 will, I will take my homemade, homemade ones you sometime, but this is my, I, it's quick ones. Um, I hate with a passion. Starting with a notebook, but really anything with Nicholas Sparks yeah. World, I fucking loathe that shit. Uh, but the notebook has a particular um, stench for me, and and here's why: uh, they're awful people. They're awful people, and I shouldn't want to want them to get together. There's no redeeming thing. He's like, let's lie down on the street and maybe we'll die. And she's like, okay, that's not cute. Um, no, that shit's fucked, and it's dumb. I. Mm. I can't even watch the trailer showing that goes far. I, can't, I, can't, I haven't seen any of the movies because the trailers are still awful. Doesn't he threaten and, to jump off a Ferris wheel yes. or something? And like, if you don't go out with me, I'll kill myself. And I'm like, good, do it. Then we don't have to listen to you. I, uh, I put the dog in there. Oh, gee, he's really well, good too. Like, I, think, I think part of my anger for these is they're marketed towards women. And that makes me mad. It's high like, romance. No, it's not. That's it's not romance. That's, that's, that's a Star is Born romance. <laughs> it's and Russell Stover candy romance. Oh my god. No, Bernie. It's like off clowns. brand. It's like off brand full Russell Stover On candy sale. romance. Fifty percent off post Valentine's <laughs> at the dollar store, and it's got like half of them have that white chocolate mold. <laughs> Thank yes. You. No, I, I, I think part of my frustration for those specifically is as a woman I'm supposed to like this shit and I'm kind of insulted for the women who think this is romance because I'm like oh honey if this is what you think is romance who hurt you and also we need to do something about that we need to show you I spit on your grave or something <laughs> because it, it, it's doing women a disservice and again if you're a lady who likes the notebook fine not everyone can have taste but um <laughs> but <Smash. laughs> <laughs> but if, if this is what you think is romance, it, well, we were having this conversation before the podcast about A Star is Born. Like, if you're looking at this and saying this is romantic, 
Wow. We've got we've got some time. Look at these make like, relationships seem like big gesture moments continually, not everything it's day to day Particularly, again, the burden is always on the woman. The emotional burden is always, always, always on the fucking woman. And I'm sick of it. I'm just a grizzled guy out doing my thing. And have you seen me or have you heard of the old fashioned movie? Oh, I don't know that I have. Old Fashioned is a Christian <laughs> counterpart to um, Fifty Shades of Grey, where he's just a fucking psychopath. No, 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 not what you think. It's not what you think. He's not like a. He's like, uh, yeah, I, I made a promise. This is my Bible run. <laughs> okay, oh my god, that would be great. I he's, can't he's, the entire of his characters, I won't be alone in a room with a woman. So he's Mike Pence. It's basically yeah, Mike Pence's, you know, courtship. He, 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 uh, he used to. He ran a Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, except, the thing, instead yeah. of just girls taking off their tops, they're all like. They're like date raped and shit, and they're like, you know, they're actually. Which old. again is the girl's fault. Yeah, that's. So, it, so it, girls it, going, it, woo! It's girls going woozy. Yeah, that's pretty much. The girls <laughs> going Cosby. Good job, Bob. And I will pay money for the eventual Cosby movie that shows him getting hit in the face with the chicken patty in prison and falling down the stairs, like it smoothly happened. Apparently. <laughs> Please tell me that this is, this is, I'm sorry, so many fantasies are coming true right now. What? Yeah, he's in prison, and he I guess he hates it. Good! Uh, oh, big surprise. Yeah. So you're not yes. supposed to like prison. And somebody <laughs> does he wear those funny colored sweaters when he's know, in prison? Does he actually, lecture all of the young men? Yes, he does. <laughs> he actually thinks he's a doctor, and no, he can call people in, and be like, this is how I'm going to... Yeah, and we're gonna cure your chronic pain, and they just and, so they just cure his chronic pain. And they're like, mm, I'm gonna cure your chronic pain. What? Also, Cause. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Gosby. Uh, I know you're very concerned with the young people, but maybe don't put your dick in other ladies' vaginas when they haven't consented. I'm just saying. Yeah, but yeah, no, he was walking down a flight of stairs to the lunchroom. And so we threw a chicken patty at him and hit her in the face. And That's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. Anyway, let's bring us back to topic. <laughs> I hate that Bill Cosby yes. raped somebody, <laughs> yes. and I love that he's getting yes. clocked in the head with a chicken patty. Mm, beautiful. I made it work, Bob. Yes. Good. Thank, thank you, Cody. Somebody want to throw out something else to hate? Well, it's like going on like uh, something like Sparks. Just brings in like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing we talked about earlier with, uh, with Bob. It's, like, it's a cynical version of, of Romance that's yeah. yeah. designed to for your aunt with the wine and the mini games. <laughs> I got wine. Does that count? I really like that non other teen movie that had Chris Evans in it. That was where, where at the end of the movie he's like, you know, actually, I don't think this relationship's going to work out. I'm, we're going to go to separate schools. Yeah. And she's like, of oh, course, I'll stay with you. I love you. It's like, no, no, no. You know, you go do your dreams. This is just toxic. We're not going to work together. <laughs> and, and it's like, cause, you know, it, it puts that. Unrealistic, like, oh, you gotta wait for your knight in shining armor, he's gonna come and, uh... Because she's a too busy bookseller, I'll show he's, you he's a farmer, and she's gonna go find out what she penis. really needs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that being said, like, All she was my a man to fix all romance issues. is, like, I watch Candyman, and I think, wow, that's hot. So, yeah. Uh, there's a deep strain of romance to that. Film. It's sensual. I think so. It's so sensual. So. Anyway, no, I I I, I cannot stand. Is she under the yeah. table? Sorry, Tilly. Uh, my cat. She's my like, cat. Oh, hi, honey. <laughs> she hates to. Uh, what do you hate watch, watch Tilly? <gasps> oh, I can tell you what she hate watching. <laughs> oh, um, well, we can get in non-human hate watching. <laughs> she doesn't like dog things. <laughs> I don't. Ah. Oh, you stink. What is, what is, okay. Uh, 
Um, but no, I, I have a particular hate for uh, the, the Nicholas Sparks and the Nicholas Sparks uh, inspired movies that are really all about, if you're women, these are things that are romantic and it's not. Yeah. It's usually, you know, a guy being off-putting. And, yeah. 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 I don't get Ryan Gosling. I don't. You know, only a serial. That's it. all about. Passengers suffers from that. Oh, oh my fuck. God, Passengers. What the fuck? Who saw that movie, that script, and said, you know what? Chris Pratt's the hero. Well, although I have to say, Chris Pratt is becoming for me, with his whole crazy church stuff and everything, he's becoming for me the, he's starting to become that guy where I'm like, I don't want to watch your movies. And I used to like his Parks and Rec days. I loved Chris Pratt. And now... You're hate-watching him. I'm you, you know, him. maybe he'll get undusted and then Thanos will just crush his head with his hand. I'd oh, be he's, fine with did, that. Did he get dusted? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, Bob. I can't you gotta I'm going to be watching Game of Words. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you Sorry. nerds haven't seen... Uh, if you haven't seen that yet, then you don't deserve to be listening to this. Amen. <laughs> Yeah. It's on Netflix, people. You don't have to. Spider Man, I'm excited. Bag of dust in one Swinging it from place to place. Anyway. You know, maybe a bunch of, like, a bunch of, like, Spider Man friends and supporters have put him into, like, a little sack and they're tying him to a little rope. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, like, and they're, like, and they're, like, pushing, pushing the little, you know, dust filled sack at, like, you know, Dr. Octopus or something. Fuck, I watch it. <sighs> So to, There's a Saturday Night Live skit there. It's like uh, it's like Weekend at Bernie's. <clears throat> there we go. So to, what 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 what's something you hate? Something I hate. Bob? You know I I hate Tom Cruise. I despise Tom Cruise from the get go. I have always hated him. I think he is the most disingenuous, smarmy, irritating actor on God's green earth. I have felt this way for many many decades. Um, the only films of his that, well, th this is the thing that is really annoying. He's like this big, ugly smear on some movies that are directed by some very talented directors and that are terrific movies, except for him, in my opinion. Um, uh, this has been endemic in me forever, and I think I've always called him the Grinner. The grinner. He's the grinner. The Grinner just keeps on, and he's like, he's like the epitome of the good employee. He he goes to work early. He stays up late working. He earnestly plugs away to, you know, to be, you know, Mr. Mr. You know, Method in, in that sort of, you know, glossy, superficial way that he is Mr. Method. And uh, I just find him irritating. Big smile with nothing behind And you know, I, that, that, that's the thing. I feel like there is no soul. There's no there there, there when I no watch soul. him. And I think that the only films that he has been effective in are the ones where he has deliberately played a character that is soulless, vapid, and, you know, completely and utterly insufferable for those reasons. That's, that's just my... I, got, I also so, hate Tom Cruise. I, I think he's a fucking like, asshole in real life. Especially with the... Uh, I was vindicated. When oh, I found yeah. out what a what an utter, piece you know, piece of shit, you know, fanatical twonk he was, I felt so validated at my utter hatred of him. Oh, yeah. Like, Why so he dies over and over? Because I love Edge that movie. Oh, yeah. Edge, Edge I love that movie yeah. just because he dies over and over again. It's not called Live, Die, Repeat. It's not called that because people will call that. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I love that tomorrow. movie it's the soap just opera to watch him die over and over and over again. I, you know, I just... Uh, and who thought he... I just... Uh, what? I, that's why I have not seen 
any of the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, because they're they're solid films. See, that's the thing. I've heard they're solid, They've but I like just better with with each entry. You know, he's uh, like you know he's like cilantro, and I can't taste. If I, if I like yeah. hated cilantro and, and only tasted soap, you know, he'd be like this. You know, he's like the cinematic equivalent of like the 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 sprig of cilantro on the most glorious meal that you could have in front of you. You know, and the like, it's a Martin Scorsese feast. <laughs> Yeah, and then I've there's always, this thump. I've always thought kind of similar to that, except to the cilantro, he's just this big fancy turd. He's the anchovies on top of the pizza. Well, oh, I'm a minority here because I, I still like him beside uh, despite we, we have the to beg, we have empty eyes. <laughs> we have to go, agree to disagree on that. I, I, sorry, I, uh, I uh I like him in the South Park episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had some of his best work. Tom Cruise won't come out of that closet. Yeah. I was so happy when Anne Rice derided the choice of him playing Lestat and throwing. But then she said she liked him. She actually saw the movie around. though. I actually um, thought he was a good pick for Lestat because I thought he actually had the character pretty. I yeah, I mean you know Anne Rice compared him to Edward G. Robinson mm-hmm. doing the role, which is a very <laughs> old-school reference, but extremely incongruous, and it made me laugh out loud. Now we're doing, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus, now I'm doing impersonations of actors that died 50 years ago. <laughs> so Chief Wiggum still, still keeps Edward G. Robinson alive. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I love the, actually, there, which brings you to like uh, a couple people that I, I just wrote down here, but we're already in the head of people, of actors who I just can't get into everything I watch as much as they're beloved by people. And I have two main people there would be Julia Roberts and Jennifer yeah. Gardner. Julia Roberts? I, yes. I, I find Julia Roberts uh, doing the same thing you talk about. Tom. She feels like she's doing, I always get the, this thing from her. It seems like she's doing everyone a favor by being there. Yeah, and that's why I never see her as sincere. I never, she's not I see a likable like, person. Look at me, I'm Thank I'm you. Julia Roberts. I'm yeah. in your movie. You're gonna. She's do not, well. and I never understood her as an American sweetheart because to me she's not she likable. She's so disingenuous, like in everything. Yeah. The only thing I actually kind of liked her is August to Sage County because she was in yeah. a, a, and that point she's on her Which hey, it brings up another hate watch of me, which is Oscar bait movies, <laughs> yeah. including that one. You know, I, I've always asserted. It's such a good play. See, that's yeah. the thing. Just play. Exactly. It's, when I first watched that movie, I thought this is a, an, a subversive Oscar bait attempt to pay tribute to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes! <laughs> because it's about oh a super God! dysfunctional, creepy ass family. And then to pin it, there's that scene where Meryl Streep is in the black fright wig and the tracksuit running through the <laughs> field. And I'm thinking, this is fucking Meryl Streep's tribute to Leatherface. <laughs> I really right, stand by that. that being said, I really would like to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Meryl Street. I don't know, yeah. As Leatherface or as Chopped Board? No, she can do Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre too, and she can be Chopped Up. She can play anything. I wonder if she's a dog will hunt. So, yeah, now I just want to. And I believe it. Here comes got her hands in carrying Meryl I would, like, give my eye teeth to hand her a the script for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the hand or Kit Carson script for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and we just hear her go, lick my plate, you dog. <laughs> you know she would. Dance, and she tear it out. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know what? But anyway. I put it out of Texas, too, but still. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I had a point on this fucking forgot. <laughs> but, yeah, like, if Julia Roberts is in, I'm like, okay, I'm probably not going to see this. Yeah. 
unless other reasons like bring me into it. But, no, but she's not someone who I like. Or see. she's playing someone unlikable, in which case I'm like, cool girl. Which is like everyone. Playing but yourself. the thing is, like, I don't like the entire Roberts clan. I think Eric Roberts is the same way. I think Emma Roberts is the same well, way. I like Eric Roberts. And Libby has an Emma Roberts is incredible. Well, Libby, yeah, I heard stories from Crypticon. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard he was a pill. He was a. I interviewed him that's, for Crypticon. And he was that's pretty nicely. He, so yes. Yeah, even like that. in person, yes. he came off with like the I don't want to be here. Why? Like I'm too good for this, and then I'm, you want to be like, honey, no. Because nice. no. if you were, you wouldn't be here. How many, how many wet fart video horror movies have you done, Mr. Roberts? Or uh, a talking cat. <laughs> he did do that. He yeah. was in that. He'll do anything. Give him five bucks to do. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I think he, I think he owes like David Dakota like as his only favors to keep doing those movies. Then he probably gets like two thousand bucks to come out for. But a that's day. also why all people still hiring him. Good boy. Yeah. I mean. I least, will, I'll disagree on Emma Roberts, though. I think she's really good. Yeah, I like her in everything she's been in. I'm not I, I like her better than her family. Emma Roberts is a flatliner for me. Yeah. I'm not going to avoid a movie if she's in it. No. I'm not going to screamingly pick it out. I thought she was really, really, really good in Black Coat's Daughter. Oh, she, okay, okay, yeah, okay I'll give you that. She I'll give you that. Well, and she actually plays... I mean, this in the nicest way possible. She she plays a good cunt. Like, oh, she, yeah, she, she plays, plays a cunt. But I kind of feel like she's playing herself. <laughs> she plays cunty really well, and she might be or she might not be, but I, well, I appreciate anyone who Well, and that's, I think that's what I think. Well, she got arrested for too. beating up, uh, for beating on uh, Evan Evan, oh, Rob, Evan oh, Peters when I they were dating. I like, give a hug, too. Uh, but, like, with Julie Roberts, I, I, when she's going kind of cunty or when she's going kind of uptight bitch, I like her, but I think part of that is because I'm like, you're revealing your true self. She has to blame yourself, yeah. And like, girl, just own it. <laughs> be an uptight bitch. Don't be America's sweetheart. Don't, yeah. You don't have to smile if the boys say smile. And I think that's maybe why I don't dislike her as much. Is that she has moments where I feel like we're seeing herself. And part of it is that she's an actress who was branded as America's sweetheart and had to be the sweet thing. But that's not her. And now that she's a little older... She can play some parts that are cunty. Yeah. And she's maybe enjoying that a little. And I, I respect that. I'll throw out kind of a controversial name because this person is dead and I feel bad. I don't want to like. You feel leave. bad they're dead or you just feel bad saying something? I feel dead. bad about saying something after they're dead. Okay. I also feel bad that they are dead. Um, and I just never liked this person. Okay. Ever. In anything that they've ever been in, Robin Williams. He was fucking. He was wow, never. Just went out of the room. <laughs> you know what? Funny. I. You know what? You are so wrong. There are. There <laughs> are. You know, I. If I, if all I had seen of Robin Williams was Patch Adams, I would agree oh, well, yeah, all no, fucking heartedly. And, and his later stuff is like stuff like old dogs and RV. Like, yeah, I think no, it's stuff no, that no. he was like contractually and acquired. That, I think Martin Mindy is such a. Now keep in mind. I, I grew up in that time when RV was coming out. I was 13 when RV came out. And then it was, I was 12 <laughs> when Old Dogs came out. Old Dogs is so it's awful. Yeah. I watched that for the like, Maybe made. that's my uh, question of him. No, it's fair. But I like I never got the hype, and I was sad when he when he died. His, that his was just, heyday was not your the generation yeah, of movies yeah. he was presenting when you were when you were just contractual obligation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I saw the world according to Garth. First run in a theater when it came out in 1991. <laughs> Speaking of the other extreme in ages, you were a zygote and I was 
in my teens. Well, <laughs> I, 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 but I'm gonna like that. Level, and, but you know, Mark and Mindy used to be my TV work, a stand up. Shows when I was a kid. And see, you know, if I had seen that first, but I had such a nasty I'm taste. Oh, it's such oh, a It's like, because you know, I had these like you know conveyor belt films that you know. I was told we're supposed to be funny. Right. I was told he was funny. There is like, no denying he, he he allowed himself, I think, creatively and artistically to be seriously derailed by probably a lot of expectations and uh, uh, a lot of uh, flailing around for success. And I think that may. I think it happens where a lot of, lot of comedians passing. get shoved in front of the camera and say, "Be funny." Can I can I say too, like on a personal level? Um, a dear friend of mine had gotten married in New York, and I was out there for the for the ceremony. This was in, um, geez, uh, 2013. and they were taking pictures down by the waterfront. And who would walk by but Robin Williams? And he took pictures with them and was lovely and was just this gracious human being who wished them well. And I mean, he's in their wedding photos. He took these beautiful pictures with them and was. And was so nice about it that uh, that's the Robin Williams I think about, and 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 I think it's up there with me. Maybe the way some people feel like if I ever found out some kind of sexual abuse story of Robin Williams, it might crush me mm-hmm. because that's the level of, of of good feelings I have about him. But that being said, I I get it. His later work. I'm trying to think of anything I saw post 2000 and. It, it, now that I've gone geez. back to some what of the vintage is one hour photo. That's around 2004. That's yeah, I was going to say like 2005 or so. Yeah, I can't think of If there's one hour photo. That was uh, one of the, I liked his serious stuff. Like, Insomnia uh, and Death and Smoochie were all like together. Yeah. Yeah. And then the World Greatest Dad. Insomnia and one hour photo and uh, even Good Will Hunting. I yeah. liked him in those. Um, I didn't like Patch Adams when I saw that. I didn't like Patch Adams. No, I did not yeah. like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Thank you. That, that movie was not dark. Cool. I, I, I love this photo. I, 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 I saw it in theaters as a kid. Yeah, I saw it in theaters as a kid. He's not stable. He does not deserve the kids in that movie. No, and it's kind of alarming. Again, it's that's one of those films you watch as an adult and you're like, Oh my God, Sally Field! I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, and, and that's you know, like I, I think the first like five movies I saw him in were like a Mrs. Doubtfire, RV, Old Dogs, a couple other shit, and then I've gone back to his series. I think he was a way better serious actor, in my opinion. What? And, 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 and I, looking at like well, Good Morning Vietnam has always been one of my favorite performances. Because he did a really good being funny and also having that serious. The gravitas at times. Yeah. Well, you know, it comes back to the whole dichotomy of uh, comedians being in- inherently melancholy and depressed people. That's oh, yeah. a stereotype, but obviously, sadly, as was pr- tragically proven by Robin Williams passing. It well, of course, because he was very sick and just didn't want to fall apart. Yeah. But, he, but he always struggled with. Yeah, he did before. Yeah, this kid. I mean, it wasn't. Himself, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't out of the blue. It wasn't just because of his illness. He struggles. But I interrupt you. Sorry. No, I. You. Uh, yeah, you did not interrupt me. I. Uh, are we gonna go on some more hate watch? Yeah, let's just go with that. So uh, I guess I will all jump in with saying I fucking hate rent. <gasps> Wait, do I have to pay rent the show? Both. Or pay rent. Bob. Bob. I have a mortgage. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> I've been like, I know, like as an adult, yeah, it's 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 fun to hate on right now, but I've never, oh, I've, never seen, tra- I've never seen it. Uh, like the movie itself is crap, but. Oh no, the movie's. Fucking awful. And before that, but before that, like I was one of the people, even in my twenties, watching like 
Speak your fucking rat. <laughs> You're okay. so entitled, shithead. So, what, what was your, uh, this is my question. What was your first, first exposure to rat? Uh, a bunch of redheads when I started joining Rocky Horror. So, this is probably like late 90s. How old were you? Uh, 17, 18. Okay. It was relatively new and started to kind of hit the scene because I was, you know, drama kid in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, and, and, and Bob and I were the same age. Yeah. Um, because I remember, and I. I remember seeing the touring company that came to Seattle. Like my friends and I waiting in the twenty dollar line to go see it. And one of the actors in the show being very gracious <clears> and talking to us afterwards and like emailing with us a few times is just like we were all drama nerds and we were yeah. like, Hey man, what is this? What do you do? How do you be a drama nerd? Um Is it a show that is held up? No. Is it a period piece? Yes. This is a show like hair. Yes. <laughs> I like hair. Has, but his hair held up. Maybe. I don't know. No, it hasn't. Song-wise, it has. Song-wise, it has, Song-wise, yes. it's all over. But right. topically, no. And rent topically, no. But I argue you're all, that the music. I think the music's hit or miss. Like, a lot of, I like a lot of it, and a lot of it, I think it just goes, well, and part of the problem, too, is, and, and it's something I appreciate more now, is that we're looking at unfinished work. We're looking at something that was in workshop stages when Jonathan Larson died. And I, I think at the time, there was this sort of, um, I think people were unwilling to say that this work has problems at the time because Jonathan Larson died. Now I feel like we can look at it and say, this was a work in progress, and again, the artist tragically died while he was in progress with it. That's kind of like completely different, like, thing, but like that's kind of how I feel about the Muppets post Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. It's just yes. like you, you, you feel like you never got the full Muppet verse that we got. Uh, yeah, that's the like Muppet Christmas Carol is the best work in that sense. Really? Yeah, it's like right after. Muppet like, Takes Manhattan? No, Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Takes Manhattan? What? <laughs> You're saying that Muppet Christmas Carol was better than Muppet Takes Manhattan? Yeah. Bob, you and I might need to go fight in the street. <laughs> I, I, got, I got Bob's back on this one. Muppet oh. Christmas Carol, I used to watch. Because uh, you're 12! I had a VHS tape <laughs> when, I was, uh, when, I was, when I was five years old. Mm. I watched it until it literally broke. And my dad was the one who put it in when it broke. And I blamed him and I cried and I made my mom go to Suncoast and buy it for me. And Suncoast she, rip. Oh, oh. Rip Suncoast. I bought so many WWE VHSs oh. there. Royal Rumble 2000. Cactus Jack got pedigree on the, on the uh, Anchor Bay VHS. The first time they were putting Letterbox VHS out. Practically. Anchor Bay. Hammer, Argento. Oh, yeah, I got actually a couple of those at like half price books for like five bucks. Half price books, you're not so you can them. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> we'll be anyway, back to but we're we're complaining about rent, but we'll move on from the things we got. I, 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 I understand why you're complaining about rent. It's not. It's it's for me. There's also a huge nostalgia factor to it. And I want to toss in a couple of the musicals that I that I that I hate that I'm not that I'm just going to state and then move on because we have you know we already have an hour ten minutes. Um, I hate the movie Mama Mama Mia. Fuck Mama movie. Mia, it should die. I, what's weird is I actually like the sequel. Fuck Mama Mia, all. it should die. But the okay. first one is such a badly made movie it's with awful bad. singing, really bland okay. camera work. Hate watch. Fox musicals. musicals. Yes. Fuck yes. Yeah. 
I cannot so abide by fucking jukebox musicals. The they only just one drive me nuts. I'm, I'm forgiving of, and it's not the movie version, it's the stage version, it's Jersey Boys, because it actually uses the music either. to tell the story. Yeah. So I, I haven't will, seen it. But. I will give, again, not the movie, the movie's a piece of shit, but I will give the stage version of Jersey Boys its due. Which Fuck makes it musicals. which makes it not a jukebox musical. Exactly. Because the, the point of That's a jukebox musical is that it is that, that, yeah. I've gotten <laughs> into fist fights with people about this. It's cool. I the first thing I've heard John Broadway is was moving out. Now, do you which guys? Is, well, I I would be I would be like this is my dad's choice, with not my choice. It out against uh, defenders uh, of jukebox. And I'm gonna throw out a this. I'm gonna throw out repo and let it sit. Whoa! Whoa! Okay. That's it. You're gonna fight. We're gonna fight that. We're gonna fight. That's it. You're gonna get. You're gonna get like. Oh. You're gonna get dunked by friends. All three of us. How? Who's gonna join? Repo is an idea. It has interesting production design, but it's a fucking mess. But the music is good. The music, the music is, is good. good. Okay. It's like five good songs and a bunch of things. That are. The music is good. The music. I is think, and I actually like Paris Hilton in it. Oh, no, so do I. She's yeah. fine because she's yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 But I think the movie, I think the movie and show itself is just it's a huge mess. It has some problems. And I think it's a hot, beautiful mess. Is the it's thing. And, and the I, people, like the fuck yeah. the marketing people at Lionsgate or whoever put it out, were actively trying to replace Rocky Horror. So I have a personal grudge on that. Where uh, they literally were contacting theaters saying, "Hey, cancel Rocky Horror and play Repo instead. We're trying to start cast." So what uh, you're saying uh, is, did you? Uh, no, no, no. So, this has become a whole other thing. All right, Bob. How about so this? I, admit, I fully admit that that's part of it. Uh, how about this Rocky Horror? Uh, no. You're fired. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with you. Yeah. And I understand that people don't like it actually for that. The, um, the, the music is good. The movie has its problems, but it is a fun hot mess. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And you see the potential in it. Yeah, and, and, and the potential what, there is something was well used. That they do, and again, I, see I don't like Devil. I don't like Devil's Carnival. I like, and I'm an unapologetic oh, yeah. fan of Terrence's work. You're breaking my heart, Bob. And they're, and they're current the murder ballad stuff they've been doing, I think, is brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm unapologetic in my... Of this. I, I'm pissed that we're never going to get a Devil's Carnival three. I'm, I'm like, cause they set up, they set they it up. They set it up. Adam Pascal too. Adam Pascal. He's great in that. He's great in that. Bob, we voted. Yeah. Apparently, I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And this is to throw it out to somebody else. So another else one. Ball. Um, uh, I'll take a nice uncontroversial. I hope. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I will be iconoclastic and shaking my fist at how. Bad your guys' taste is. Um, the 1998 Roland Emmerich Godzilla. Yeah. I despise. Oh, oh, fuck that movie. Oh, Thank oh. you. It is one of the first. Oh, also, I hate that say, fucking Matthew movie. Roderick. There's a time and place for Matthew Roderick. And it's not in Godzilla. <laughs> Thank you. He was so miscast. I, well, I, yeah, not it's just not that. even his fault at yeah. that point. You're like, yeah. honey, no. I, I'm going to keep saying my, my, my last name is a joke. Yeah. It's yes. two and a half hours Thank you. until it becomes Jurassic I, Park. Well, you know, in this, in, on a broader level, I pretty much roll in America is pretty much uniformly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, this was like one of the first, well, not one of the first, but one of like the major Hollywood um, blockbuster attempts at a reboot that really felt utterly condescending to and mm-hmm. utterly contempt, in contempt of and had utter contempt for the original material. It just it just oozes from every frame of that film. I think that it's it, the ways in which it tries to um, change and modify the Godzilla mythos are uniformly wrong-headed and condescending and shitty. 
Um, I just uh, I just detested it the moment I saw it, and I it was the first time. And I uh, come on, I, like you guys, I'm a genre fan. I'm a horror fan. Yeah. I am fond of shit. I have a high tolerance for shit, up to my eyebrows high tolerance for shit. And this movie made me angry that I had lost two hours of my life. The thing just is, like, some, angry. some of the shit they were talking about does have some sort of like love and some desire. Yeah. You can see that. Exactly. There's and, nothing like, behind like, that. Like, yeah. like, I always like yeah. to say, like, I, I love the Friday 13th movies, and they're all essentially oh, yeah. the same. But they're, everyone behind the camera, if they're, a... even good, if they're behind the camera are good or not, who knows? Okay, first of all, laughs in part six through part ten. Yeah. They're not all the same. Ball. But I know, I'm being genuine here. <laughs> I, I, I know that. the differences. And, no. uh, like, but you can feel there's, there's honesty, in, like, but there, there's, there's no honesty in it. Yeah, and, and there's an acknowledgement of what I think, I think, and I think it's, it's something that I'm a lot more forgiving of a low budget or a lower budget mm. mess because there is a level of, of, of love. And because there's a level of Oh my god, yeah, I'm unapologetic with the Friday 13th movies. I love them. And I even like the remake. The remake, I felt, had enough of a desire of trying to replicate the original. Yeah. But not be... But when you're throwing a shit ton of money at something because you want to make money, and Mm -hmm. it becomes a loaded mess. Yeah, and you're going into it with the arrogant opinion that, oh, these, these, these... Stupid Japanese movies and a guy in a monster suit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, do this whiz bang CGI, and I'm going to. That's why I'm so excited for this new Godzilla movie oh, because so it, it looks like it's going yeah. to love the, yes. like you know, they're actually gonna do Mothra and Rodan yeah. and King Ghidorah, yes. and without like you know, like oh, these are unworthy of our intention. Yeah. It's like. They're it's, actually going to do it. And I like the 2014 one. I understand people disliking it, but it hit dance. me in the right places. I like Kong Skull Island, too. Paul, I, 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 just, I didn't like it, but to each their own. I didn't dislike it. I was I was a little underwhelmed by it, but I, I enjoyed it. But, and there are going to be some people who are going to be like, eh, the new ability to CG. But, okay, if you do it right, it's fine. Yeah. And and exactly. If you don't abandon the suit, it's not going to work in a big movie like that. Yeah. No. And it's not a yeah. bad thing when done properly. Yes. Well, and that's where I also look at the artists who are kind of trying to do a combination mm-hmm. of things. Um, well, it's like the new this Godzilla is being made by Michael Battery, who made mm-hmm. Trick or Treat and Krampus. So you know he's got his I genre love. One, and I mean, I, I know that not, not all genre people are a fan of, mm-hmm. of Trick or Treat or Krampus. I, I have a severe heart on for both of them. Uh, me too. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think the person that didn't like Trick or Treat was uh, either Taylor or Tony, one of the guys in the podcast, and Jason Morrison. The only two people I know who don't like it. Sorry, Jason. Sorry, guys. Fans. And, I mean, again, uh, this is, we're looking at movies in general that are very subjective. Like, we can't always explain why we're drawn to certain things and why we're or not. Or repelled yeah. by something. Or repelled exactly. by something. Like, well, bringing up something I happen to be repelled by. Uh, and yet they keep. Rocking making them. I can't stand the Sharknado movies. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring that up. Bad science because they're they're cynical. They're crashing. They're, 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 they're made for college students. Be like, hey, this is funny. Yeah, but sure. they're not funny, and yeah. that's my problem with them. They're not funny. Like, I, I. He's the robot the funny. No, the seventh one. They're, they're not as fuck as they're funny. not funny, and I want them like it's like grabbers for me as a movie that it's what Sharknado wants to mm, be. Yes, it's silly. It's it, it knows what it is. It's self-aware, but it's still fun. And it's not condescending. Yeah, not the Sharknado movies are condescending. And they so don't understand B movies. No, the people no, who I know. don't that, really yeah. understand people what people making B movies 
who shouldn't be making fucking B-movies no. and have no regard yeah. for them. And, and there's, they don't no, give a shit there's about no love yeah. in them. And that's just it. Like, a movie can be bad, but still good. Because there's... But you can feel Tommy's love. Right? The conventional, but, but love. convergent definition of you bad... Do. It's, it can be that. Yeah, yes. Birdemic Two did this. Is yes. it, it became it became self aware. Yeah, later Tommy was so. Yeah, I can't watch any new Tommy nonsense. Yeah. You know, like, no, no, no. once you're aware of the joke. He's making some kind of Sharknado movie, and I'm intrigued. He knows the joke now. It's not. It's not. No, funny. It's not as funny, but but these are just they're cookie cutter. They're dog shit. Yeah, and, and they're not funny. And, and, or fun. I, I don't. They feel like the, work. Yeah, I was like, they all do. I I, and I, I haven't watched past number two because yeah, I watched watching them felt, three? I don't know. What, it felt like I watched for the, the Hunter Bean Horror. Man, they put Ann Coulter in one of them. Fuck that. But that's what I mean. And so that they could kill her and they're thinking, haha, you'll watch Ann Coulter die. People no, fuck that. I won't. I'll but watch her die in real life, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an actual threat. <laughs> Hashtag. Oh no, I mean like, you know, when she's initially, when she gets to the end of her life and she's like in a nursing home, I will come watch over her back. No, no, I get this. When, when I was in grad school in the UK, I remember coming to class one day, this was when Margaret Thatcher was sick, and I remember um, one of my professors like coming into class, my speech class, my mo- the most mild-mannered lady, lovely woman, but she was, I was like, well, you're in a mood this morning, you don't seem to be in a good mood, she's like, yes, Maggie is sick, and I'm going to dance on her grave as soon as she dies. <laughs> and I have this moment of like, what? I get it more now with Trump. Um, oh, but, but, but not this idea of like, uh, you will celebrate when certain people's life ends because they've done such shit for your country. We didn't really had that before. That, that dude, that George Zimmerman guy, who's who shot Trevor oh Martin, God, and I now know. he's autographing, like he sold the gun that he killed him with. Man, that guy, when he dies, that should be a national fucking I, I will not be sad when that There are a lot of people I won't be sad when they die. Mount Margaret Thatcher, I was happy when she died. Um, I was really happy when Ronald Reagan died. He was a piece of shit. Uh, uh, I'm not in the shark right now. This has nothing to do with Sharknado. But it's one thing I'm going to bring up because it, it actually kind of swings back to our green book. Which is the movie... We talked about it before the podcast, so we didn't bring it up until really now. We brought it up a little bit. I don't know, when when you started recording, we may have been talking about it. Um, I'm going to bring up the movie Shallow How. Oh! Good same director, yes. That's one of the reasons why I'm bringing it up. It is a movie that is so problematic, and yet now, someone involved with that movie has an Oscar. And that's fucked. Wait. Oh, yeah. Think about it. yeah. No, yeah. that's right. He yeah. did direct yeah. that. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, made, well, yeah, it's oh. the one the Fairly Brothers, too. Yeah. yeah, right? One of the Fairly well, Brothers had well, an Oscar. Yeah, it's like a uh, Spike Lee. You're welcome, folks. And Spike Lee wasn't for Let's think about that for a second. Man, he should have had it for uh, either the Malcolm X film or Do the, the right, right Thing. Do the Right Thing, yeah. That should have been either one. And then they had to go back to that. It was another movie about someone driving uh, someone around. Yeah. Driving Miss Daisy, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Miss yeah. yeah. um, Daisy beat out uh, uh, do everything. But, but um, at this point, I think they would they, they would have given it to Song in the South over uh, <laughs> Black Klansman this year. God. But Shallow Cow is um man. Dude. Yeah. I hate that movie so yeah. fucking much. No, it's so it's, fucked. It, it, it it's basically. It's basically it's it spends this whole movie treating fat people like absolute dog shit. Yeah. And oh, 
Yeah, she's fat. She ate half a cake at once. Oh, but it's Gwyneth Paltrow. And pick every in a stereotype yeah. you could. Oh, it's pretending to be progressive, but it's not. No, it's not. Same thing with, like, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. It's like, oh, look, yeah. it's, it's Adam Sandler who... Look, there's gay the people thing. in this. We and have but, to be progressive. progressive. But then it's like, also spend the entire time making fun of it. Yeah, well, that's what, you know what's funny too is like, that when Patrick body or... double for Shallow How, my God, she's stunning. Like I, I looked up some pictures of her, she is gorgeous, and and that's just it. It's this idea of you 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 cast Gwyneth Paltrow to play a fat chick in a fat suit. Yeah, I hate fat suits. Uh, fat suits should be banned. Only oh, when they are worn by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay, there are moments where they can work, but First not of all, I I I love Norbit, even though it's the worst piece of garbage I've ever seen. <laughs> I but appreciate then, that it prevented Eddie Murphy from getting getting an Oscar because even, I don't like Eddie Murphy, so I'm fine with him not getting an Oscar. Um, just fair. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean it's the most offensive, just nasty movie. It's yeah. just 90 minutes of fat people are fucking disgusting. But oh wait, he ends up with her. So what the? I wouldn't have wound up with uh with her, you know, if, if I had well, something. I can't see this. <laughs> She's Kim not making jerking it. off a bed. For those of you, for those of you watching at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, two ghosts. Oh, God. Uh, no, that's a movie that You're I... You're jerking off one ghost with two dicks. Get it right. <laughs> you mean I'm jerking off a shark ghost? Because I'm having a million ghosts. Sharknado ghost. Ghostnado. Well, no, that was... Jerknado. Jerknado. But no, Shallow Howl is one for me that I... Every time I see it still being run on television, I get actively mad. But when Green Book won, I had this moment of, oh, good. The guy that created Shallow How has an Oscar. Whoa. Cool. I mean, cool, I guys. think the only thing that could have been worse is if he'd have won over for best director too. That if was... he won over best director, I quit. Yeah. Fuck I that. just quit. I quit everything. Well, the Oscars are. Can we talk about hate watching? The Oscars <laughs> are like you know next to nil in terms of credibility. Oh, that yeah. said, yeah, that said, I'm glad that some genre films have been acknowledged over the last Absolutely. couple of years. Yeah, that's but but that's so anomalous, and that's all, that also feels like like a grudging nod in the direction of these of films being worthwhile. And that com- that coming also from from the attitude that Get Out's not a horror movie. That, I was just about to say, totally I can't abide movie. by arguing with people that because something is a good film... It's now a thriller. It's now a thriller. And I, I wrote an article for Belladonna. I should ask Lenny if I could repost it on City of Geek because it was in the print edition, so I don't, you know, not a lot of people probably saw it. Um, but it's all about the, the things we do to justify that something's a horror film. One of them is, it's a thriller, it's not a horror. Fuck you! It's a fucking horror I've seen, film. I've seen people try to say The Exorcist isn't a horror oh, film. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Because it won an Oscar. Horror is not a four-letter word. Thank you. It's, it, it is not, like, it's horror six, does not I can mean count. Saw. Horror <laughs> does not mean Friday the 13th. Horror, uh, it's just, it's sometimes exhausting to have to... I mean, there, Justify your genre. There are genuine horror movies that could have won Best Oscar. Yes. And they, they don't do it because of stigma. No. Hereditary yeah. could have won oh it. Goddamn, that kind of was wrong. Colette was robbed. robbed. Yeah. She was robbed. Because yep. Lover, Olivia Colman was like, this goes to Tony Collette. Here, where are you? <laughs> but, but her speech was so delightful. Like, it was, yeah. I, I, like, she won their word of speech. And I'm glad that she won. Yeah. I know, I know, I'm, not a fan. I'm, I'm not mad she won. I just The fact that Tony Collette wasn't even nominated 
when her performance was just... It was the glue that held the movie together. Yeah, like, the latter day of the movie, you cannot deny that the performances overall in that film were some of the finest acting performances that happened this year. Man, yep. and that, that movie was just a gut punch and a gut punch and a gut punch and a gut punch. And it would not it have had that fun. impact had the acting not have been yeah. absolutely oh, spot on. She had yeah, the man. best acted scene of the entire year, which was her discovering uh, Charlie Fabian. Oh, movie. yes. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. I think we spoiled it like three times. I mean, times even again, the way that film is gorgeous. When you can just, you, know, you just hear that scream, and you see her like just it's raw, chilling. and just, and, and, and then the scene at the dinner table when it comes yeah, out, where everything is mm-hmm. burst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that damn burst. So good. Yeah. She's so good. Well, and the, the Academy thinks that you know they're better than a horror movie, and it's like. You had Crash when Best Picture, go fuck yourself. Yeah, which is on my list of shitty things. Thank you. I'm with you. Crash is one of the worst movies in my fucking life. At least everyone knows it's horrible now. I don't think I've never seen, like, any Defenders. No. That went over Brokeback Mountain in Munich. What the fuck? It's because they were trying to be, like, I hated Crash when I watched it, and then I watched it again. Like, did I miss something? No. I know we just died immediately jumped. Jump is it? It's multi-culty. But it's multi over to every single person in the it's movie is a fucking racist. It's a circle of jerking off. And Paul, Haggis, Paul Haggis is a fucking hag. Like, I hated Crash. I hated uh, the boxing movie he did. That oh, was, for... uh, was it Cinderella? Man? No, no, no. He did uh, the yeah. Clint Eastwood. That's Ron No, that's, yeah. Uh, but he wrote the one that Clint Eastwood directed. No, no, no. He wrote that. Um, Billy Dollar Baby was shit. Yeah, he so he wrote, uh, Paul Hackers wrote both those. He wrote a couple other things. I realized Billy Dollar Baby. He did everything he did. Makes me feel more justified my hatred it, of it. The Oscars in general are just a bunch of out of touch, elite people. You know, old white people. But who think they aren't, and that's and, and they're and getting they think better. They're, so they're like the white people in Get Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They are. I would have voted for Bobby Three times. Three times. No, they are those people where you're just like. And I mean, we're even saying this as a group of white people. Yes. Like, yes. I don't see color. That's what Fuck I'm you, Cody. <laughs> That's what we run all those damn red lights. <laughs> so what else do we hate? Why? But uh, but speaking, if we're talking about like, like Green Book, which brings me into a huge thing of mine of like mis. Using historical facts, oh, yeah. completely historical facts. Yeah. Yeah. The Hebrew Rhapsody is huge for that. Uh, Green Book. Uh, Braveheart, but that's also older. But uh, my older as in yeah, anything Mel Gibson stuff. But like my main thing for that is like I didn't like the movie to start with, and then when I found out more about it was uh, A Beautiful Mind, because it takes what John Nash had, which was some auditory uh, hallucinations, and made this whole world around it. So yeah. essentially, rewrote his entire story, keeping his name in like one line of his Wikipedia, and it's made this whole entirely different movie about it. And that's and it always says this is based upon a true story. No, the fuck it isn't. And that's what drives me nuts because it's it's a cynical it's a, a cynical way of saying that oh the regular people won't get this story if we tell exactly what actually happened. Yeah. We have to change it to make it more palatable for the average yeah. movie guy. I you know but that I you know it, this gets into another interesting thing. This is not definitely not hate watching, but it it also makes me think about the sensibilities of the director. In this case, Ron Howard, and Ron Howard is very much. I mean, he was brought up by actors. Uh, he was a child star, uh, and his directorial sensibility is very old-fashioned, mm-hmm. very old-school. And on the positive side, director. Yeah, and on a positive level, when he when he channels that that um, 
that sense of very traditional structure and story and just kind of bedrock, uh, like just solid acting from from an all-star cast. It, it's it's gold. Things like Apollo 18, I think, is fucking amazing. Apollo 13. Apollo 18 is a different movie. Apollo 13. Apollo 18 is not amazing. I know. I hate Apollo 18. Both Apollo 18. There's two different Apollo 18s. I love the idea of them, you know, there's a reason we've never gone back to the moon. And I didn't like the fact that it was sentient moon rocks. Yes. No. But, but the idea of But they've gone so missing. Cool. They're out there. It's fucking... Yeah. They're out there. <laughs> but anyway, going back to Ron Howard. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the negative side is you get movies like A Beautiful Mind, which I think, in addition, in addition to... Playing fast and loose with the facts. I mean, that's you got that with traditional Hollywood biopics as well as yeah, yeah. cinema. Um, you you get a sense of, of wanting to create a neat and tidy, or or, or being incapable of creating something outside of a neat and tidy structure, but being but like yeah, thank you. But pretending like you have that 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 um, free form nature by making a movie about a guy's hallucinations. If that. I think it's a, I think it's somebody trying to be something that they're not. And, and I, we talked about where we started before we started recording of how much like Green Book is not true like at all. Yeah, um, yeah. And also becomes another story which I hate watching now is you know white you know white savior narrative uh, or in this case it's. My, the, my, I was racist when I met this one black guy. So I have a black friend, so I'm not racist anymore. It's a story about that. He never defends him because he's a he's just a person, and he's his friend. He defends him only because you know that's his job, and he only like gets violent and really like super defends him when somebody insults him. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, well he punches the cop as being a dick to him only because he insults him, and that's and that's my problem with that. Only a lot because of because he said he was a. Oh, he yeah. was also an N-word. Yeah. And, 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 and that's my issue with a lot of this stuff, is it's, you know, race never affects somebody until my black person, so they can sit at the table with me, but, you know, I don't really have, like, much love for the rest of it. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like those people who love Martin Luther King as long as he only says the three quotes that white people like. Yeah. I have a dream. That's it. That's the end. That's all there is. <laughs> that's all we know. Never deal with the racial issues. Just pretend that it's been dealt with. Racism we is did done. deal with it. Racism is done because Obama won. That's yeah, that's yes. uh, I, my well, a couple people I know believe that. Oh my God, that's disgusting. And it's an absolutely vile, vile way to look at the world. And incredibly disheartening and sad. Yeah. If you think like that, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to throw out something. It's just a single line thing. It doesn't really need to go into it further, but it's something that annoys the hell of me. My, my wife laughs every time it happens. She sees the look on my face. Is using London Calling when they're coming to London in any sort of movie. London Calling! <laughs> like, it's like oh, there's a shot of London in, like, in Big Ben or the clock. Or the clock tower, Big Ben's in, and then like the hearing London, they do it in like Die Another Day and The Conjuring Two. And a bunch of other things like uh, every time like as soon as someone says we're about to go to London, now it's like here it comes. Like, London calling to play. I'm like, fuck. Bob, don't you know there's been no song written about London no. except London, London Bridge is falling down and London calling. Those are the only songs ever written. It's about like uh, every time you see a shot of. Uh, 
shot of the British, shot of uh, Boston. You have to play some Jacques Murphy's. It's like it's a movie law. <laughs> we were watching, we were watching something that takes place in Boston. They had the the shot across the bridge. I'm like, but it's played something else. I'm like, no, 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 no. We're no, it was um, we're watching uh, Legally Blonde. We were watching Legally Blonde. I'm like, where's where's my Jacques Murphy? So I had to reverse. Like, movie be so much better for some Jacques Murphy's. <laughs> I don't like the song shipping up to Boston. I, I, it's a, if you played a drinking game where every time it got played during a Boston scene, yeah. you could get drunk real fast. Between the Boondock Saints and Departed or a bunch of other things. <laughs> oh, Boondock Saints. Oh, Boondock Saints. Oh, that's um, I loved in the 90s. Can I throw in a, I, I want to throw in a yeah, maybe controversial hate watch. Yes. Um, uh, this gets back to the um, condescending making a bad movie because we're trying to make a bad movie and we're jamming our tongue in our cheeks so thoroughly that it's ripping out the, out of your, your mouth. Um, uh, I really, by and large, not 100%, but by and large, am not in the least a fan of trauma films. I feel like you're right. I really, really do not like most of trauma's work. I'm kind of with you. Uh, despite my, my post <laughs> yeah. the other day to the three of you about, look, I'm in trauma heaven. No. I was in Manhattan in a store that had a lot of weird horror. Um, I, I, I'm generally not a fan, although I'm kind of with you, where it's kind of a film. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I, I like the Toxic Avenger one. I like the Toxic Avenger First Toxic Avenger. I, I like the fourth one. And yeah. then it kind of goes off the rest. It starts with Boogie Man, I enjoy it. And then Puppets. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, some of the Puppet Masters are pretty good. And then you get sometimes kind of like the ginger dead man. No. Sometimes the formula comes together in just the right manner. Yeah. 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 And they have like maybe the the script with just the right amount of tongue in cheek. Yeah. And but sometimes it, they try way too hard. I, and, I, and that's what I think I dislike is that like by slapping the label on and saying look what we're doing. Um, and I, I kind of think it swings back around to what we we're saying earlier a little bit in that I feel like as as genre fans and as horror fans specifically, yep. we will watch anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that as an insult. We will watch anything. It is our love of the genre. That being yeah. said, just because we will doesn't mean we should have yeah. to. Oh, you. oh, you're saying just uh, to think about it. It's because you could. That's not you should. <laughs> no, <I laughs> That's mean, not but, bad to film when you do But that. just because we will watch anything, it, it, it doesn't mean that we should have to watch some of what's put out. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that... Specifically, the genre fans. I don't even say again. Genre, not even horror. Genres. Uh, uh, action fans. Action fans, yeah. comic fans, sci-fi fans, horror fans. We love our genres. Mm-hmm. We love them. It is why we will watch virtually anything. And and because of that, you should not take advantage of it. Yeah. 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 Like it definitely happens to every genre. Like when I worked at Blockbuster, you get so many like generic action movies yeah. that were made for like fifty dollars in someone's basement and. Somehow, I like, guess Steven Seagal coming for a day. And boom, here you are. Uh, you're on the to be fair, it doesn't run. take much to get yeah. Steven Seagal to come in for a day. Yeah, but actually, it's funny. On my list, I had the one. On my list, I had like wannabe traumas and movies that want to emulate that style but have no idea how that humor works, which right. actually relates to a lot of other people like wannabe Quentin Tarantino's, yeah. wannabe Kevin Smith's. Uh, movies that think they're clever than they are. Smith, or or, or, or Lino Argento, like, who doesn't yeah. seem to really know where he is. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel a little bad for. Because right, I'm about to say Dracula 3D is a piece of shit. <laughs> it is entertaining it's as fuck. It's entertaining as fuck. Come on. I think it's got the worst CGI praying mantis. And Rutger Howard does not know where he is. <laughs> well, shit, even totally. Phenomenon back in the day or something. Oh, it's a good movie. I, like I it. Would, love that movie. 
But what also, there's a monkey punisher. And, <laughs> yeah. And a Donald bucket. Pleasance is very confused. Donald Pleasance is <laughs> in a wheelchair. He gets oh my God, and then the monkey punisher comes after. What is this? And there's... <laughs> the we got through to get so much better. He was suddenly <laughs> Professor Loomis. Yes. I'm a huge fan of that movie. Like, oh, I, I love it. it. Like, I, I, like, I think I'll it's legit. It. I, I own the three disc set. I, yeah. I think it's legit. I mean, you know. But I... I uh, and the soundtrack is incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see a positive thing. I see a straight razor wielding chimpanzee as an incredibly positive thing. Oh, yes. That, that is a feature, not a bug in that movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, the, the, the kid that's all fucked up in the face, and he's just like this little gremlin-looking motherfucker. <laughs> and then, you know, monkey punisher. I would watch an entire series <laughs> of that monkey going around and being the Punisher, and that's what Netflix should have done with the that Punisher That should have series. been, a, like, the ultimate crossover series. <laughs> monkey oh, another one. Uh, can I say yeah, one go, that's going to be another not popular opinion one? Yeah, of course. And it, it, it's not just this movie. It's kind of all of his movies. I do not like the Royal Tenenbaums. Get out. Oh, I know. Get the fuck out. And I'm not a fan of his movies in general. I don't think they're bad. What they're the fuck is the rule of Tenenbaum? One of the best movies of all oh my time. God. No, Cody, you and I are friends now. Thank you. What's Andrews? <laughs> you've you've, you've reinstated your good graces with you. Um, I'm not a fan of his movies, period. Oh, Wes Anderson? I do not like Wes Anderson. And I say this as a woman. I don't like Wes Anderson because he doesn't know what the fuck to do with women. Which is true. I'll give you that. And, and that's where I say I feel like it's not that I necessarily think his work is bad. I just, as a woman... There's there's nothing there for me. He has nothing to offer women. So and it's it's funny. This is something I actually went through with my ex um, because he loved his movies. And it's there's there's no, as a woman there's nothing there for us. There's nothing. He he cannot write female characters. He doesn't write female characters that often. And if he does, they're fairly thrown away or they're weird and not in a fun way. Oh, everyone's kind of weird and not in a fun way. And that's what he's, but yeah, that I, was my I, nickname I, in I totally high school. But, but, I mean, but no, they're, they're movies written for white men. Yeah, And that's yeah, not definitely. Twee white men. And that's not a bad thing, but I am none of those things. So I don't always understand. Oh, yeah, I'm white. <laughs> but I'm not a man. And I'm not particularly twee. True. And, um... I, I don't always understand the circle jerk that goes around in regards to his movies because there's, as a woman, there's nothing there for me. And this is one of those times, it's not too often that I feel, I feel the fact that, again, I'm the lone vagina holder of our mighty group. But this is one of those instances where... Makes you feel any better. I, I genuinely don't really know too many of his films. And... You're fine. I thought you were going to say you, you have a <laughs> <laughs> You're also fine, man. I do. Welcome to the club. It's okay. I got balls, too. Yeah. Uh, but it, no, no, no. I, it, it's what I was struggling with because people talk about him in such a manner where I kind of feel bad that I don't like him. Yeah, I so. But I just, it's, there's just, there's nothing about... Uh, I just find it kind of exhausting, yeah. <laughs> and it perpetuates something I'm not a fan of. Which is the continuous telling of white male stories. Of white it, man babies, right? Man, yeah. Oh, thank you. I didn't. I didn't want to have to be the one to say it because if I say it, I'm going to be A lot, a lot, a lot of his character movies are men who haven't quite grown up yet. And no, and as a woman, not a girl by the end of the movie. And as a woman, there's nothing appealing about that. 
Uh, well, some women maybe, but for me there isn't. And I think it's a little bit of why I'm turned off by a lot of his movies. I'm like, there's nothing about this that I identify with. And also, my God, these men are obnoxious. So I'm not the right demographic. But I'm sometimes told that I should appreciate these movies. And that's where I'm like, cool, did you appreciate the new Ghostbusters? And fuck off. Um... I, again, I'm not the demographic, and I don't need to be. But stop pretending like women should have to like these movies. I, I've got an unpopular one. Okay. And I don't hate these movies. Okay. So this is more just an unpopular opinion. The Godfather movies aren't that good. <gasps> you are. My oh. God, Cody! Cody! <laughs> they're they're Cody. not that good. Cody! Cody! They're just okay. I much prefer, like, uh, like fucking even Casino or Goodfellas. Oh, I mean, Goodfellas yeah. is brilliant, but... Part three, I'll give you a part one and two. I, I I gotta I gotta stand with him on this one. I think that <laughs> I think that it is they one are of the they, they are the most pitch some of the, two of the most pitch pitch perfect yes. epics that have ever been constructed. And, and I saw these later in life. This is not nostalgia talking. I didn't see these till I was in my late oh, I, I, I saw them I saw first time when I was thirteen. And I watched them again. And I watched them again when I was uh, early twenties. And how old are you now? Twenty five. Uh huh. You're still in your early twenties. They're not my <laughs> mid twenties, first of all. Uh, They're early mid eighties. Those are my late twenties. I, I just, I just never cared for them. I always, I, 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 I don't I think was, they're bad movies uh, by no means. Yeah. I just don't like them. I was an East Coast. I, I went to school and I lived back east for about ten years, and that might be a little of my appreciation, but, uh, I disagree. But I also, yeah, it's too you're, not, you're not hate watching, and that's different for me. No, I, it's more of just an unpopular opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, uh, well, that's sort of how I feel about Wes Anderson. I, I don't particularly care for him myself. I don't mind if others do. He's not my thing. Mostly because there's nothing about anything in his movies where I'm like, yeah, I identify with that. Uh, he's not making movies for me. So, uh, fine. Um, I, I would say Coppola should not continue to cast his daughter in things because that's no, it's kind of weird. Um, I'm gonna just throw out another trope that I hate. It's, uh, I'm wearing the trope into it right now for my notes. The the don't do the thing. I'm gonna do the thing type character thing. Oh, no. Those are always so forced, yeah. and they it's 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 that and the like the lying based narrative. Or someone tells a lie, mm. it's lying deep. And my note behind this was Dear Evan Hansen, since I had just seen it oh when God, I read because we delayed this a yeah. month. Um, oh, where like where all all you have to do is just simply tell the truth, and the story is over. So everything that happens after the first lying or the like first person going, oh don't push the red button. I'm gonna push the red button. Oh I have a story now. Uh, which sometimes could work, but some, but I don't know a lot of TV shows are off of this because otherwise you don't have to perpetuate. Right, so you, um, you have to, perpetuate and you have to keep yeah. that going, otherwise you don't have 25 minutes. To there would be no Three's Company for how many seasons without that particular. Yeah, movie. or to, just just tell the truth, <laughs> and that's what drives me nuts. Is like this is a uh, to me the false narratives. I know what happened. I know what happened in real life. People tell lies, they get stuck, but it drives me nuts because it's it's a it's a it's forced progression. Rather yeah, than letting true. things just continue. And it feels very contrived. Too. Yeah. Because then you get to the writers have to come up with something else for the person to lie about. And all this stuff happened in the course of like 25 minutes. <laughs> well, no, I think looking specifically at sitcoms, uh, you, you, you build some sitcoms. I, I feel like The Office is a great example of this. Um, you build some sitcoms around the idea of will they or won't they. You can only sustain that for so Bones long. Bones was built around that. Too. Yes. Yes. I stopped watching after they got together. That, well, was, that was the end of their story in my mind. And it's it's hard to because you don't 
People love is why we like rom coms. They love the world they are one thing, they don't want to see the reality of it. No. Which is also kind of weird to and me. Rom coms are always built around the line narrative too. Sometimes. Yes, but you're in a two hour narrative yeah. and so it's okay. When you're looking at a TV show, you it, you get to a point where the, the contrived reason well, friends. Let's look at friends. Not that I wanted Ross and Rachel to get together or actually cared one way or another, but after what ten seasons? Oh yeah. God! Together or not, they have a baby. She's with Joey. She's with this. She's with this. You, I forgot you, she was even with Joey. It was so gross. But it, it, but it's you get to a point of like you're just doing this because you're. It, it becomes very contrived. How can we keep them apart? Because we've already made Monica and Chandler get together. So if Ross and Rachel get together, where the fuck are we going? Exactly. I'm surprised they didn't do Phoebe and Joey at the end too. I think. That was the kind of one thing I was toyed with a little, but it was more they important to have the, the ageless beauty of Paul Rudd step in, <laughs> which I'm fine with. Man, who doesn't love Paul Rudd? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's that's my yeah. I love him, partially because he doesn't seem to age on. Looks the same in Halloween 6, he doesn't know. His story and grayness. Yeah, it's Adam Scott. Yeah. You look at him back in that fourth Hellraiser, I mean, he's got the hair, which is fucking gorgeous. I just yes. want to, like, run my hand through his hair. <laughs> he has such a baby face. Like, I remember when I first started watching Hearts and Wreck, I had this moment of, like, how are they pairing him and Amy Kohler together? Because she looks so much older than him. And I looked up their ages, and I was like, oh, he's not. He just has a baby face. Yeah. But they're about the same age. Um, yeah. Um, uh, but not, I know we're talking about sitcoms, but that drives me nuts in movies too. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's just like the filter and we'll, we'll move on. You know? And the rom coms are based on that. And I think rom coms are something that's generally on my list too, because I find so many of them be coined and false. And but when they're done well. Yeah, there's so many, not all. And, and I feel like we had some really spectacular ones in the 90s, some in the 80s. But then you get the 2000s ones that have like uh, Captain Eagle and Matthew McConaughey. Captain Eagle is just a person from what I've heard. But, but I like the, the, for all the boys I've loved before, the Netflix one. I, I've heard it's good. I'm but sure. it's lovely. And and that's one of the ones where you're like, this kind of gives me hope for what rom-coms could be because it's so sweet, but it's so genuine. And uh, it reminded me of why I liked rom-coms because mm-hmm. I did. There was a, you know, before I liked horror, I liked rom-coms. Well, no, it's not true. When I liked horror, <laughs> yeah. I liked rom-coms. Uh, but as a teenager, as a child, I still liked even awful ones because, you know, you don't know any better when it was the 90s. A lot of things happened in the 90s. You know, yeah. something I hate is the not letting movie series die. Yeah. <laughs> at times. And my big example of this is Toy Story 4. Mm. They should have ended that, you know, and, and, Toy Story and Disney it. <laughs> milks the ever-loving shit. Yeah, John, it's stuff like this. Okay, the, the, speaking of Disney, the, I, <laughs> the, the, the current trend of live-action remakes yes. of oh, animated yes. films. Stop it. What in the holy living Because there's nothing new. There's nothing Thank new. Thank you. There's I, nothing new. It's a huge something you know. Beauty and the Beast. Blah, yeah. blah, I, you know, I, Jungle Book was fuck. good, but everything blah. else. Was but that wasn't a carbon copy. No, yeah, that, 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 that took something else and made a new plot out of existing bits. Yeah. But see, I would watch the movie Hermione has a furry fetish more than I would watch the movies. But so much of that is, yeah, but it's, it's, it's literally just a carbon copy. Like, like, you're not adding anything. You're not. The movie is the original movie is sufficiently timeless enough to where a remake. 
unless you're going to bring something new sensibility wise to the remake, then don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cinderella tried, but I don't think it did. Because it was boring. Even Jungle yeah. Book was the exact same. No, I thought no Jungle Book was took what was separate stories and made one bigger story. I like Jungle Book a lot. I think it did a really good I job of updating some. I advocate um, from this particular but uh, yeah, but like Beauty and Beast, same thing. Like Aladdin seems to be carbon copy. Like, I have that aren't out yet, but mm. but Lion, Lion, King, Lion King is like here is like shot for shot what yeah. you know and love already. But with some amazing voice actors, yeah. which is the only thing that might make me see it. But I'm also like again, how much of my money do you really need? Dum- Dumbo, After Mary Poppins returns, yeah. fuck me, I don't want to. Dumbo, yeah. I only want to see because I want to see. What they do about the crows? <laughs> I want to see oh, the crows. Exactly. But see, I'm gonna let you. It does see have a good cast, so, so you can take my... one for the team on this one, Kenny. Oh no, Bob will be there with me. Bob will be there with me. But we won't go with Medea, but he'll go see. Oh, you know what? Fuck Medea. Fuck another Perry. Let's let's talk about hate watching everything Tim Burton done in the last twenty years. Yeah, man, fuck Tim Burton. He's done something good, right? Nothing. I like to do Frankenweenie. The new Frankenweenie? 
like changed my life, but it was a really solid movie. And before that, uh, Big Eyes, Frank and Weenie, Alice in Wonderland, Dark Shadows, Sweeney Todd, fuck you. I, Kirk I like Dark, Dark Shadows. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was alright. Okay, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I like it better than most people did, but I don't think it's good. It was Johnny Depp's Gentry, starring Johnny Depp's Gentry. It's like, okay, you know what? Okay, Johnny Depp, I want you to just pretend you're a child molester. I was going to say, I didn't think Willy Wonka was a child molester until I saw that movie. Can we talk about something? And I've always wanted to say this. Fuck that grandpa in in, um, Charles and the Chocolate Factory and everything. Fuck that guy. Fuck Grandpa Joe. He is a piece of shit who lays in bed all day but springs to life when Charlie like, wants that. All four of the grandparents are kind of like yeah. But he's so, the one who's like, oh, I'm all, I'm okay now. Look at me. I can dance and walk. Let me go over here. We're taking so this factory. We are, we are approaching two hours. So uh, something I wanted to bring up to uh, Grandpa Joe. And Bob is going to edit this. There's something that, that I know Kim mentioned before she wanted to bring up that I actually have a copy of a book here. Fuck James Bond the balls. <laughs> I'm reading the books balls. again, so I'm watching. Fuck James Bond. I hate him so much. I hate. Okay. Because you mentioned this a couple different times, I like she hasn't brought up Bond yet. I so. Have, I, I, no, for, because I've watched What's James Bond. What's your problem, Lash? I have so many. I have so many. Yeah. One of which yeah, is that this guy should have gotten the clap twenty times over. What the fucking hell? Oh my god, these movies are not good. If you think these movies are good, I'm questioning your taste in general. There's a bunch of really good ones and a bunch of ones that I will, I will, I think I go all over the board. Of some of these as, yeah. as uh, first class pulp action films. Sure. And, and, and some of this swings back around to, again, I, as a woman, they have nothing to offer me. I, yeah, yeah, I, and I, I, I can understand that. I yeah. They up, are relics. They, and I grew up. And he himself is a relic. They he himself is a relic. Of, they say it in some of the new movies, but go ahead. Sorry, no, like, I, I, I grew up, my, my dad is a humongous James Bond fan, and I grew up as a child trying to watch this shit. And let me tell you, making a eight-year-old watch Goldfinger is <laughs> fucked up. Uh, because this is not what you should be showing your female or your male children. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and yet, and yet, this is what I watched growing up, and people wonder why I like horror films. Um, I, I, I have a, I have an issue with James Bond because again, it, a lot of things swing back to me. As a woman, there's nothing to offer, yeah. and as a woman, his films are kind of insulting. The female characters are disposable. Mm. Uh, they are there for his enjoyment, his plot development, and his amusement. So, even the best ones. Like, yeah. the best even the best ones. Yeah, like, and so, you, know, that's probably the best, you can best argue the, girls, the pulp action is to, to find, go nuts. I'm still never going to like them because as a woman, he's got nothing for me. And there's no reason I should sleep with him because I'll probably die. <laughs> Yeah, I find like on the actual movie level, I find them all the way yeah. very variable. Like yeah. some of the ones that are really good are really good, and then they sure. go shit, and then they get sure. good again, then get shit. Like I don't like so my unpopular opinion is for, for Bond is like I don't like Roger Moore's Bond. Yeah, it's I, it's all Roger. gadgets, and stupid so, shit. Yeah. Like I like there are Connery Connery and Jan- Daniel Craig, and that's I also have, I and I like Daniel Craig. Roger Moore's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. I'll say that. Kind um, of is the understatement. Yeah. Have anybody heard that theory? About the rock that the character that he plays in that is supposed to be James Bond. There's, there's hinted at. They, 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 but they couldn't get the rights, so they yeah. have to like 
That's the only and the only Michael Bay, uh, Matthew Bay, only Michael Bay movie I, I enjoy. Like in Michael Bay, uh, also someone me, who we watched Bumblebee and we both like it. He didn't. He, he was the producer. Yeah, because he did, did the other way. Did, did you like? Did you like anything that Platinum Dunes has done, Bob? Uh, I like the Friday Night Fever. Okay, then you like something. <laughs> that, uh, that but you know what it is. I know. <laughs> There's two things that could make me once again watch a James Bond movie and not force, and those two things are either I just have fun. Yes. yes. My boyfriend's oh, beautiful. Or a woman as James Bond. Those are literally the oh, only God, two imagine, things. Imagine Rotten Tomatoes people for that. Oh, fuck. And part of the Jodie Whittaker. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I, know. I, I thought it would be awful with Lady Doctor, who did, but I fucking love Jodie Whittaker. And it made me, I stopped watching Doctor Who years ago. Because I got bored with it. And Jodie Whittaker's made me watch it again. I need to watch the new season. I'm, I'm really behind. It's like, really fun. I just got behind during Peter Capaldi's like, first season, and I haven't caught up But yet. I, there's nothing against him. We're not finished, Jodie. There's things now I feel like, I, I, I hate that I'm at this point, and and I almost kind of want to say to some of this, these men who are like, you know, ah, I need my new Ghostbusters or whatever. Um, you don't have to stop liking these things just because women have stopped liking them, but stop making me like them. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm tired of watching these men movies. And I'm tired of watching some of these men directors, and I can't pretend to fame interest anymore. Like, I'm just not. It's why I couldn't do The First Man. I'm sure it's a great movie. I'm tired. I'm so, so tired of watching these male, white male narratives. It doesn't mean something's bad. It just means I've been, I've spent my entire life doing it. Yeah. And I'm done. Because I'm getting tastes of what it's like to hear stories that aren't yours, and they're good. So, watch your James Bond, read your James Bond, have fun. Please don't make me do it. I kind of want to see a Challenger movie now. That I would watch. Yeah. It'd be pretty short, but... Uh... <laughs> well, I think that's, a, yeah. I think that's another one. Again, the, the story of that in general is interesting. I guess I, I'm sick of, even like with the, I remember the first Man trailers, like, it was the female we're seeing as the wife being like, you have to be around for your children. I remember that. Yeah. I don't even see the wife sticking around saying, you need to be here for your children. You know what? I, I, I just, I'm out of fucks to give. I'm out of them. She's, out of, she's out of fucks and we're really out of time. Do, yes, have any, yeah. do you have any help from like this quick listy things that we can just close out on before we say goodbye? Napoleon Dynamite's a stupid movie. I said it. Grandpa Joe is probably face the stuff. worst character mm-hmm. ever and I'm including Hitler in that. <laughs> Van Helsing. <laughs> the 98 Van Helsing. It's a it's a it's a Midas touch in reverse. Stephen Summers mines the worst, shittiest performances out of the most likable actors on the planet, and ruining the universe of monsters. And completely killed the universe. And then I'm gonna say something I'm surprised we didn't bring up already was religious persecution movies. Cody's bread and butter. You see, I can't watch them. I get angry about it. Not a thing that I hate. I love watching those movies. (laughs) I hate the people behind them. They go fuck themselves. And there's a one time where. If you genuinely like those movies and you genuinely think those are good movies, you can go fuck yourself. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you know, I agree to disagree about most everything, but if you genuinely like those, please go fuck yourself. <laughs> and also, and also never, never breed. Please oh, sterilize Those people have like 12 kids. That's, you know? the, that's the absolute spot opposite result you're going to get. From I know. Because yeah, exactly. they don't like, believe in sex ed. Or condoms. Yeah, or birth control. Or abortions, unless it happens to their mistress, in which case they are a person. Oh, that's really fine with that. And with that, we shall close up our episode. Thank you, everyone, listening to us rant and rave about everything here from for two hours. Um, 
And so uh, we're City of Geek. You can, you can find us through iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, you go to cityofgeek.com, city uh, facebook.com, cityofgeek, find us on Twitter. Uh, on YouTube, we got all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, find us here at Wallaby at Crypticon in a few months. And yeah. listen in a couple weeks for uh, Steve to come on and talk about horror comedies and whoever else we got coming up. Thank you. And uh, I'm Bob. Or Cody. 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 <laughs> and over there is Tilly playing on something. Yeah, she's All licking right. her butt. It's fine. Right, Thank you.